I've been loving every second. I'm not rooting for injuries openly, but I just pretended that was Brian Deegan. I'm so fucking pumped. I'm like, yeah, bitch. I will. I will. I will do that. I'm gonna find him on LinkedIn and be like, did you punch a kid in the face? Tell me the truth. All right, Sean brought his A game tonight. All right, okay. I like it. I like where this is going. And I don't want to put this as like a thing. Like he wasn't a bad guy. As far as who we said know. he was a bad guy, I don't know, but I feel like we're painting him in this light that he was like this bad guy, and I don't want to do that to this day. I hope you hear this. Fuck you. But rules are rules, okay? Stupid rule, but it was a rule. If you were a crip and you were cooling in the cut, what do the bloods do? Are they booling in the butt? <laughs> Yep, uh, also we are uh, extremely juvenile, and uh, yep, wherever, fuck you, fuck, all right. Is that a, uh, whoa, what the fuck? Some reverb, all right, hold on, that's not supposed no. to be doing that. Is that doing that on the broadcast? Yeah, 100%. Oh, boy. Hang on. Oh, maybe it's not. No, it is. Is it? Is it? All right, hold on. It's very low, but it's still there. Holy shit. Oh, my God. All right. Why is it like every week everything, like, resets its... What about now? Okay, how about now? Wait, hold on. Oh. There we go. There it is. Is that it? That's the one? There it is. Right. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that was Holy like a, shit. Right. Jesus. Funny. What the hell did you do? I have no idea, dude. I must I, I swear to God, something happens every week. I like, cleaned, I cleaned, I dusted this thing earlier, and I must have hit a button. I hit this, I pushed this button, which whatever that thing does. I'm pretty sure your cat is jigsaw. <laughs> like the music plays, and she comes rolling in on like a little tricycle. I want to play a game. She's like, would you like to play a game? I pressed 17 buttons on your mix, LeBron. <laughs> <laughs> I, put, I pushed all the buttons on your mixer. Can you figure out which one by the time your show goes live and you lose all of your <laughs> listeners because you're a fat fucking loser? <laughs> Jesus, the cat really takes some personal shots at the end. Uh, yeah, well, My the cat. God. She's a cat, dude. If she was bigger than me, she'd eat me. Like she's cute and cuddly now, but if she was 300 pounds, she'd be she's like, slap, yeah. she'd be, I've seen I mean, don't get me wrong, I am a snack. You know, you look at me and you're like, hmm, that's a snack. But my cat would be looking at me like, no, that's literally a snack. Dude, that was a best nickname for a defensive lineman. Snacks. Snacks. Damon Harrison. Mm. Snacks. Now I liked uh I liked I liked um what was his name there? Uh the guy from uh Green Bay. The Gilbert guy from- Gilbert uh Give it to me, Raj. No, uh no, no <laughs> not give it not, not BJ. Uh Gilbert uh yeah. Oh, Gilbert uh, Brown? Gilbert Brown, Gravedigger. Oh, my God. Remember you did the Gravedigger? Grave digger? Yeah. I fucking love that, dude. He was 480 or something like that. Something dude, he ridiculous. Was, he was a biscuit shy of 500, really? as John Madden would say. Yeah, they don't say. allow people to get that big anymore. The NFL would step in and be like, Yeah, Andy Lacey was trying to do that, and they kicked him off the team. They're like, bye. He's like, oh. He's like, don't worry, it's bulk and What do you mean? I thought I could get big. No. No, you can't. Oh, what's his name? Did that for the Steelers, too. Casey Hampton. Remember he showed up to he showed up to camp, and he was like, like f- almost 500 pounds no, and, he, and he couldn't no. finish and he couldn't like complete the wind sprints in he training wasn't, camps he wasn't, no, you're and he was like 500. and he was like I didn't, I don't, I, I, they don't pay me to run they pay me to play football <laughs> and he was like as I'm eating under the steak like he was like it was like Nate Newton Casey Hampton those like John Madden's two favorite people of all time he was like give me the fattest guys with the most athletic ability you can find no there was, there was somebody else that was a 
big boy back in our day when we were like growing up watching football. Keith Trailer. Sam yeah, Adams. He was, he was small. Ted Washington was a big Ted boy, Washington. Too. Pat was Adams. This just like the '96 like Dallas Cowboys O line. No, oh, that was Larry Allen, dude. Come on, man. Larry Allen was the only guy I've ever seen bench press a thousand pounds for multiple reps. Okay, first of all, that didn't happen. It was not a thousand pounds. I can guarantee that. It's not a thousand. He might have done like six hundred for reps, but seven hundred was not a thousand pounds. He did not bench that. No, no one, literally, no one in the world has ever like benched a thousand pounds of reps. Like it was probably like four hundred, <laughs> which is don't get me wrong, <laughs> a lot of fucking weight. Not on video, but it is said that in the Cowboys locker room, he did bench a thousand pounds in the weight room. But there's video of him as of 2013 repping 700 pounds on the bench with video. Bring that shit up. I got it right here. <laughs> raw or the raw with the shirt. Because that makes a big difference. What? Raw. No shirt. He's Send hit. that to the chat. Send that in. We got to see this. Because I got to see this. Yeah. I've never saw that before. Seven I believe bills. it because Larry Allen was a fucking yeah, animal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. But seven bills, dog. Because Julius Maddox is, as of right now, he's the only person to do, I believe it's 750 plus raw. What's the most? Granted, what, that's in a competition. So that's ten. a little different. Dude, he was dead. While he was working out, someone was like, yo, do this 700. And he's like, okay. And he went over there in a cutoff sleeveless tee because the guy was a fucking mountain. He's probably like a 6XL. And he just did it. 675, 700, and 725. For how many reps? One rep each time. Oh, boom, one boom, rep. Boom, boom, okay. Boom, boom. All right. That... Multiple reps still. Okay. Up no, Lady, but come on. Choose your words wisely. Version. First of all, if Jesus. It's, if it's 675, well, so 700, you're saying 700 for reps. I'm thinking like 700 for multiple reps. I'm like, dude, Julius Maddox can't even do that. Well, 700, just, no, 700. Julius though. Maddox did 739.6 pounds. Dude, but this video is ridiculous. Like, I think he's done going. more than that since. He's flirting with 800 because he's going to be the first. He's going to be the first person to do eight raw. Or at least he wants to be, but he keeps getting hurt. Like, I mean, granted, he's trying to bench 800 pounds, so it makes sense. But anyway, um, thank you, everybody, for joining us. Joey Fats Radio, row one, seat one. Still reps. It's another... It's not reps. Seven. When you say 700 for reps, that means you did 700 multiple times. No, okay. At least two. All right. The definition of reps, I understand, is if you go down for a rep, one, two, three, I get it. But if you're doing that much and you're taking like a 30-second break, I'm fucking counting that. Okay, first of all, there's no way in hell you're taking a 30-second break. Nobody does that. The video took like five seconds. Yeah, okay, damn. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just not possible. I know, I know. It's just not possible. Listen, you know this. In a short video like that, it's reps. I'm going to be like, debate a wall. I'm not doing that. <laughs> but I'm that impressed. I'm like, it's reps. To me, it's it's reps. I don't care. Listen, don't get me wrong. A 700-pound bench is a 700-pound bench. That's fucking legit. And this was 10 years ago. Was he retired in 2013? Yes. He's been retired for a while. What the fuck? He's doing that retired? I think he retired in like, what, like 05, 06? What? That's even crazier. I don't know. Anyway, uh, Joey Fast Radio, Row One Seawood. Thank you all for joining us. It's another beautiful Tuesday evening. Full house here once again. Paul's very distracted because he's got a laptop in front of him. Now. I'm trying to find out more shit. I'm going back to the goddamn video because he's, he's, okay. on, he's on Amazon becoming affiliate. Somebody yeah, said it was 1,100 pounds was the fucking bench, and I'm like, eh, I don't know, whatever. There's no way in hell he did 1,000 pounds and it's not on video. Sorry. Ooh, Larry Allen? No, no, you don't. You well, don't. Was early 2000s, do they really have iPods? No, you get a video camera, bro. They come in with a giant. Oh, the, <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, in the early 2000s? No, you had a handheld camera in the early 2000s. Remember Pumpy used to have that ill-ass camera? Yeah, the old Toshiba one? Dude, with the crazy hard case and shit. That thing was fucking legit, bro. The one that would go on his shoulder. It looked like April from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles trying to like like the fucking weather and shit. Like it was Filming film Christmas, like we're opening presents. I'm like, I got a Lego set again. Smashing it off my face like I'm fucking Brian Cushing. Like... Um, anyway, uh, we've got an absolutely loaded show here tonight. Um, we're going to get all up into championship weekend uh, because there's a there's a shit ton to talk about. Oh, um, my God. I don't even know where to begin with this one, but we'll find a place uh, I am eventually. shocked at the outcome. I did, did want to touch really quickly because we didn't get to do it last week, even though the news broke, I believe, before we came on the show uh, with the whole Vince McMahon story. Yeah. And it is an evolving, ongoing Dude, story. That's crazy. And apparently Vince McMahon is a straight dog. He and is. not in a good way. Not he like is. he got that dog in him. No. Like he got that like Bill Cosby dog in him. Oh, he is. What? Like, he got that, he okay. got that chomo dog. He got that. He got that. I'm gonna take a dump on your head in the middle of a threesome dog. He's a now, chomo. Now wrestling is my wheelhouse. So when I first started reading through this, and I was like, "Yeah, this is bad," but I'm gonna play devil's advocate because I feel like I have to in this case. She was going along with it, and there was only a problem when the money stopped. I mean, 50 no's in the yes is still yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Is that like? No, it was, it was. All right. Do you want me to start it? Yeah, go. Knock okay. It out. So, Jan- Janelle, Janelle Grant, I can't even say her first name. It's J E N A L. Janelle Grant is suing the WWE. Well, she's suing TKO Sports now and Vince McMahon for sexual assault, sexual harassment, and sex trafficking. Okay. Mm-hmm. The reason behind it is she said, you know, when she first started with the company, she was promised all these promotions, all this money. You know, her parents had just died. She was lost. She was young. She was willing to do anything. And so she somehow, slowly but surely, ended up into a sexual affair type relationship with Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon, then sole owner of WWE. <laughs> I don't know how to word this next part. The text messages... <laughs> That were sent from Vince McMahon to this woman. This woman was like in her twenties. Pretty, she's a pretty girl. Well, if Vince, she's gonna be like on with Vince McMahon, you would assume so. I mean, no, I mean, and this this is sure Vince, Vince McMahon ain't taking a dump on no skis' head. Jesus. <laughs> All right. So, and then at this timeline, Vince McMahon was maybe early sixties, er, uh, early to mid sixties. So this was about a decade ago. And then apparently he was having threesomes, orgies, like sending pictures of this woman, and she would message him back saying like oh we meeting up tonight we going out for breakfast hint hint I wonder what his daughter thought about all this his daughter's very against it his daughter's known about it and is oh. very against it that's why she quit the company like five years ago or four years ago she quit the company because of things that she had heard from her mom because her parents separated right. years ago his daughter used to be very involved with yeah, his, all da- his daughter was From great. what I remember, right? She did all she the got PR stuff. and shit like that, yeah? No, Stephanie McNair doesn't have a big nose. No, that's that's the husband. That's Triple no, H. Stephanie McMahon's actually pretty... Stephanie McMahon's a knockout. Dude, you have Google right in front of you. Use she's like, it. She's like, well, last time I was glued to my fucking computer, so now I can't touch to steal, it. I'm just, you know. To steal a tagline from Joseph, I would not kick her out of bed, even at her age right now. She looks well, amazing. No. His, this one, he's like, huge nose. Dude, I would totally, yes. I would totally smash Stephanie McMahon right now. What did you Google? I guess she doesn't have that big of a nose. Oh, I thought you put Stephanie McMahon nose. I was like, like that's, that's well, weird. That's all right, right, all right. So that's, to my, so I mean, to my defense, 
she might not smile. She might, know, she might, she might not be an A-list celebrity. All right, well, that's but what she's I pretty, thought. But she's an A-list celebrity yeah. to me. I thought she had so, a schnoz because of this picture that I'm seeing. Because of one picture. So, long, long story short, sorry, sorry. the messages that came out from Vince McMahon and this Janelle woman, or Janelle, however you want to say it, is he apparently had defecated on her head in the middle of the threesome. He had... Wait, he shit on her head? That's what the messages say. Um, he had... Oh, my God. He had her, like, <laughs> hop off between different executives at WWE. Like, one morning, she would go spend breakfast with this one, then have lunch with somebody else, and apparently it was well-known amongst higher executives at WWE headquarters in Connecticut that she would be, like, the provider. So while you're at what work. you mean by that is like she was passed around. She was passed around. That way she was sex trafficked. But the messages on like when when she provided all the messages, I understand that this is extremely scummy behavior and definitely yeah. sexual harassment, sexual assault. Is it sex trafficking? I don't know because she was going around and going with it. When That's I think of when I think of sex trafficking, I think of taking. against their will. Yes, right. against no, their I will. Think of yeah. Drug them up. Kidnap him. Some weird thing, and some Saudi prince buys him to bang him, but she's he's okay. from Saudi Arabia, and she's from America. And so then just drowns her when he's done with her. Right. So that yeah, is, yeah, exactly. That is or sex just, trafficking. Yeah, kicks out the plane. Like, like, I, think, I think the attorneys are using sex trafficking as like a buzzword to kind of get more attention well, on it. Well, no, what I think, well, either that or like really fucking throw the book at him. Like, oh, yeah, no. Using that like sex trafficking charges probably holds a lot it more did, weight. It more, did the like, job. Right. Ari Emanuel, who now is the head of TKO, that night was just like, we're taking care of this tonight. Yeah. And by midnight, 1 o'clock in the morning, Vince McMahon had tendered his resignation saying, I'm all set. I'm relieving myself of my duties at TKO Sports. I am no longer affiliated. I will, you know, vehemently, uh, you know, defend myself against these allegations. Right, right. So, she got the job done. Also, TKO, I think, knew this was coming because the same day, the same night that the uh, Vince McMahon thing came out, The Rock was given his name back and allowed on the TKO board. So now The Rock is on the fucking board of TKO. The Rock's going to be the Grand Marshal at the 500 in two weeks. Yes, he is. The Rock is The Rock is still cool to see. I don't yeah, care what he says. People I talk might, shit about I'm, him. I'm going to try to get a picture with him. Dude, The Rock... I'm try to find him. The Rock is a phenomenal human being. I don't care what people say about him. Like, like, I'll be on the infield Everyone likes the to shit on him. Now. I'll be on the infield this Are you year. going there? Yeah, oh, he's 6'5", dude. Like, he's a fucking massive man. I'll be like, Dwayne. Yes, Dwayne. He's 6'5", six, he's six, 315. Be like, you little... <laughs> hey, if you get a picture, Joey's an inch shorter and like five pounds heavier, so he's like you're small. <laughs> <laughs> but listen, nah, I think he's like six five. I think he's got he's six inches. five. Yeah, he's got like two yeah. inches. Six, six five, you, I, like six, six three. Oh, so two inches. I think he was. But six still, four. like, know. if you get a picture, I'm close. I'm like you, six three and like three quarters. Yeah, really measure, right? you can absolutely mark me. I will be a jealous human being of you if you get to meet the Rock, take a picture with him, and then he's gonna make you look like like a midget. Not the, so but like by like size comparison. Nuts on the picture, just like that doesn't work like that. This is not just like, nuts. Hey, Dwayne, just 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 take just bear with me, bro. All right, you just be like so. Yeah, yeah. See if he does it, then he'll be like. Argh. All of a sudden, like Mick Foley comes out of nowhere and just stuffs a sock in my mouth. And like, <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> shit, I know you had him as a bodyguard. I would never fuck with you. He's, he's getting he's getting all Vince McMahon text messages. I thought here. you had I thought you had fucking just normal bodyguards. You can fight them. I didn't I'm not fight Mick Foley. But the biggest the biggest. Discovery in all of this has to be that Vince McMahon, first of all, did all this shit. Because if any of it's true, if sixty percent of this is true, it's pretty bad. It is crazy bad. Crazy bad. Like it destroys a whole legacy of like what he's built for that company. 
And then, and if, then, like, and then, imagine being like, you know, like you go back and like you watch some of like these documentaries with like Stone Cold and The Undertaker, and like how highly they spoke of Vince. Oh yeah. And then like he everything he did for me, you know, my whole career, and like, you know, how he elevated me to make me be the guy that I was, and like I owe my whole career to him. Like oh, these guys Vince were like, man, to me was always the cheap car salesman at the billionaires nah, club. Nah, nah, but he was, but he was the brains he behind was the, the WWE. Cheap car salesman of the billionaires club. Like he'd be in the billionaires okay, club, but but he's right. He's in the billionaires club, but he's the cheap car salesman he's, of that club. Like, he's he's everybody else like, is looking at him like, yeah, yeah. You're the pimp. You're the you're the trailer yeah, park you're billionaire here, guy. But... He's the better call Saul of billionaires. Like yeah, like he's everyone's the like, park billionaire guy. I'm like sorry, you didn't like almost like everyone's saying like you didn't do it right. Oh, exactly. Okay. I get what you. I mean. don't know if he. Did. It's not that he didn't do it right. It's just his business from day one has always seemed circus like. And it is sleazy. Yeah, it's well, entertainment. It's it live right. entertainment. It, it, right, and 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 I guess like sex sells. So I I don't blame the guy. He well, built the crazy like look they, at what it's been for how many years. Well, they've stopped that for about twenty so, years. Not that I right, but I've never I've never really been like a huge fan of like the WWE or like wrestling. Like okay, Stone Cold's fucking cool. We get it. There's a couple other guys that are really cool who have like. Maybe like not necessarily branched out from them. No, they transcended like the business. But yeah, but they and right and like they did like cool stuff back in the day. I guess to like help it like grow. Like there was a lot of cool times. I guess like watching like the cage matches and shit where it was like pay per view when you were a kid. And I'm yeah. Like, All right, I guess this is neat. I don't know who wins, but there's like fucking twelve guys just jumping off shit right now. Like whatever. I never really got into like the huge like politics of it, like whatever, but like for like what Vince McMahon did for this whole thing to come out, just like absolutely nutty because he built a billion dollar business, but it was like I said, it it seemed to me like always like the one that everybody could do without. Yeah, they shunned it. Yeah, absolutely. Like I said, it was the black sheep of the billion dollar business. Absolutely what happened. He talks about that many times. But to go back what we were saying and to your point as well is that he gives himself a black eye for all this. He can absolutely help all those guys and be a great and be a great guy to guy. But this just comes out that he is a sexual deviant. Even his even his ex wife Linda. Everybody everybody knows one apparently. Linda, Linda was even just, if you don't know it, you know one. Linda didn't talk bad about him. They're like, we just we grew apart. We wanted different things. I wish him the best. And she also joined Trump's cabinet. She she's was like, like the secretary she's like, of yeah. Something. She's like, I don't know. She's like, I kind of drew the line when he wanted to take a shit on my chest and. <laughs> She couldn't couldn't get past that. But, I, can't, I can't believe no one taking a dump on your chest. But I I can't I just can't fathom like the, the, the I would love to to like read the text messages, but I'd be too embarrassed to read the text messages. You know what I mean? Like that's how so, embarrassing you they don't are. Boink, Amanda Becker. Right. Sorry. No, no, no I just good. like what kind of charge? Like what kind of charges is he looking at? Right? Very bad, like like bad like ones, like pretty bad ones. Yeah, like this could have be they, like listen them off. Like, nah, yeah, 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 yeah. They have it. Like, this could get pretty ugly for him. But um, the reason I wanted the reason I actually I wanted to talk about wrestling is I wanted you to I wanted you to, I wanted to ask you because you have a five year old. Yeah, go ahead. And he's very into wrestling right now. Absolutely hard. And I know he was very very upset. About with the you? results. Oh my god! <laughs> From this weekend. So this weekend was the Royal Rumble. He legit cried Monday for like I guess twenty five minutes with my wife, and she was like, "I she's like, I'm ready to just like annihilate this kid." <laughs> like his favorite guy did not win the Royal Rumble, and he was telling my wife, he was like, "Why well, don't they just run it again?" And he's like, "Just run it." Like my son was like, basically like run it back. 
He's like, just do the same thing again tonight. Yep. And she's like, it doesn't work that way. And he's like, well, I'm not waiting a year. Well. <laughs> he's like, he's like threatening my wife. He's like, I'm not waiting. He's like, you, he's like, figure it out. Yeah, are you gonna have to like break it to him like real early? That'd be like, yo, Satan's not real. Wrestling's no, not real. No, 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 we're not doing that. No, okay. Because the cool part <laughs> is, is that like we've I've already Satan's had the talk real. of like, of like what to say. Like when you know when 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 the whole Santa conversation comes up, even when the wrestling conversation comes up, right? It's the moment you don't believe in it, it's gone forever. You can't get it back. You can't. Yep. You can't go no, back from that. So done. as long as like he's very competitive, which I love that he's so competitive. Yeah. Like he has his favorites, and he's like, I will vehemently defend these guys to the death. Yeah. And he's, he's like. Loyal. Exactly, and that's what I want. Like, and I tell him all the time, I'm like, hey. So once he latches onto the Patriots, you know you're good. Well, I don't care. What, no, I tell him all the time, I'm like, hey, you like whatever team you want. I'm like, Uncle Joey likes the Broncos, and he goes, why? And I was like, because they're horses. And he goes, all right. Like, I just made up a reason. I'm like, obviously Joey doesn't like him because they're horses. He likes him because he first saw John Elway and he liked the color scheme and he thought it was cool. Yeah, and but that's you all. Gotta a, a confuse him with that so that way he starts thinking and he he, 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 he can pick team organically. He can pick whatever team he wants. If he said. I'm a Dallas Cowboys fan. I'm going to judge the shit out of him. And I'm, I'm going to say, all right, whatever. You like stars. I'm going to buy him jean shorts. They <laughs> cut him off. And like Jordan sixes. If he ends up. Thirteens. Thirteens. I'm not impoverished, so I don't buy yeah, Jordans. Yeah. I'm going to be honest with you. If he says like he's six or seven and he ends up liking the Dallas Cowboys, I'm definitely buying him a We Dem Boys shirt. I don't care <laughs> how old he is. I'm like, I'm, I'm buying it for you. <laughs> Uh, but no, the, my favorite line was the one when he when he apparently allegedly told your wife, "I don't want you guys to talk to me for at least a hundred hours." Oh yeah, uh, but after you make me a waffle. Yes, I fucking died when he yes. said that. And then your wife sent my wife a picture of him, like with his head underneath the pillows on the couch, yep. like pouting. Yep. And I'm like, as a five year old, like like to me that was so relatable because yes. that's that's how I felt like every time Davy Allison didn't win a race when I was a kid. Like, I just wanted to bury my head in the couch and cry. Because I was like, why didn't Davey win? He's the best. Like, why didn't he win? And it's like, well, bud, like, people don't win every week. Like, that's not how it works. And I'm just like, but he should. He's my favorite and therefore the best. So, obviously, he should win every week. And I was like, it was the, when he said all that stuff. And then I think what was it was when your wife apologized to him and was like, I'm sorry, bud. And he was like, sorry, he's not going to cut it this time. My favorite I was line. like, holy shit. That is, if, that is not, <laughs> if that is not Sean's kid, I don't know what is. He's, I was there in the kitchen. Sorry, he's not going to She's sitting with him on the couch. And, and she's like, I'm sorry, bub. And I'm in the kitchen. like I think I'm making like a tuna fish sandwich for myself. And I hear him say, sorry, he's not going to cut it this time. <laughs> and I'm like, fuck. <laughs> 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 Jay Uso. He loves the Usos. Loves them. Who the hell's Jay Uso? It's Rikishi's son. Remember Rikishi? I remember Rikishi. I remember the name, but I don't like remember. Well, him. his son is obviously twenty years like yeah. removed. But oh, his yeah, son... that's right. Rikishi's like old, right? Rikishi's like fifty something. Yeah, like but like like nineties, like attitude. Yeah, era. oh yeah, attitude. Like, yeah, right, right there with his weird old tribal tattoos. Yeah, that's him. Yeah, I think I remember him. Now. Loves he loves the Uso. Okay, brothers. they're twins. Yeah, he's old, born in eighty five, bro. Yeah, he's he's like thirty eight. He's older. Yeah. Cause like, <laughs> so, so like in their twenties, guy, like like he's a wrestler. Fuck you got against people born in eighty five, motherfucker. Got, I was fucking eighty seven. Yeah, I know. You're, you're, you ain't too far behind hey, no these bag. San Francisco, that blows. So oh, two kids, asshole. Well, I'm just wow. Damn, he's 20, old. He was born in eighty five. Oh, yeah, for a wrestler still out there doing that. That's old. No, man. no, there are guys fifty still wrestling. Bro, LeBron's eighty. LeBron was born in eighty four, and he's still fucking dropping triple doubles. Man, fuck you. <laughs> I like how we were like, no, nah, that's common now. And you're like, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I just wasn't, I figured he would be like, 
24, 5, like, young gun, like, I don't he's know. Been, he's been in the business for, like, 12 years. Really? Yeah. That, been, dude, yeah. it's so crazy how I don't um, know. Whatever happened to, like, um, Nash? Nash is doing a podcast now. Uh, of course he is. No shit. But he, he's fucking hilarious. <laughs> fucking every loser in the world has <laughs> a podcast now. Well, he's, he makes that same joke, and he goes, you think I'd be doing a podcast if someone's not paying me? He goes, I wouldn't view this fucking shit. <laughs> And he wow. calls everybody marks. He goes, he goes, all these marks are paying me to hear me talk. He goes, I'll tell you some stories. Man, fuck <laughs> you, bro. <laughs> I'm fucking not getting paid to do this. I'm doing this because it's fucking fun, you bitch. Whatever, fuck him. But anyway. um, but shit. no, I thought that that whole story with your with your with your son, the best. because it, for some reason that resonated with me so hard. Like when seeing seeing the picture of him on the couch in his jammies, which was super fucking cute because he's just buried under all the pillows, yep. pouting. Yep. And then seeing that picture and then hearing the story of him being like, I don't want you to talk I don't want to talk to anybody. I want my breakfast and I want everybody to fuck off. He's gonna and, evolve into the Steelers guy. And, I hope you know that. Yeah, but like but that was me as a kid. <laughs> that, and, and I know. I'm like looking at that and I like that hit that struck such a chord with me and I was like, Oh good. Yes. Oh, good. Okay, it's not just me. No. It wasn't just me. I'm not a weirdo. There's another generation that's just like me, and they're coming up fine, and it's going to be great. So every Sunday, this whole season, which is the first time he's done this, which I really appreciated, he couldn't. He would watch some of the game with me, but his attention span is like, he's like, oh, it's taking too long, like the commercials. Like, he doesn't have the full attention span, but he'll watch the game with me. Mm-hmm. Right. And he'll look at the score, and he'll understand which one's higher, and he'll be like, and this is gonna you're gonna make you laugh. He's like, they're losing. The Patriots are losing again. He goes, they're always losing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's born into the wrong era. Wow, I know he was. Boy, just like, oh, you were born. So you were late. born ten years too late, little man. Damn, bro. But 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 That's, it's but his nuts. when he was first born. When he was first born, the Patriots won the Super Bowl immediately. He was born yeah, I remember, Super yeah. Bowl. Yep. So I, he, if technically, if he ever became a Patriots fan, he could be like, well, I was alive for one of them. What was that? The Rams. That was the Rams. Yeah, I remember, yeah. But it was just so funny that he's... I love his, his passion. I told my wife all the time, I'm like, don't change anything. Like, don't, like, let it ride. Like, I love it. Because you need him to have, like, that, like, mentality and competitiveness. Like, you want that to continue on. It's good for kids to have It that. sure is, because... It's good. And let him... And let him... Let him... Let him show it. Oh, let him, God, let him, yeah. Let him experience it. And don't stifle him, because I feel like this... Far too often nowadays, like, we... we you know, parents, especially, like... You know, we look at we always sit here, right? Everybody always bitches about like the generation that's coming up, and we're like, "Oh, you're fucking soft, you're fucking lazy, you're fucking weak." And it's like, yeah, but who's who's parenting this soft, weak, lazy generation? Yep, soft. Uh, we it's are, dude. Parents, like, bro. we're all we're all coming up on forty. We all either either you have kids, Paul and I don't, but like we all know everybody that's got kids that are, you know, yeah, double digits, teenagers. With, yeah, you guys all came up like much in the same generation. We all we came up together yeah. with Family Guy and South Park, and yet yeah. y'all like hovering around your kids, being like, they need they need a cell phone right. at four years old because they how am I going to get in touch we're with my kids? We're the generation that didn't know where our friends were unless we looked at whose bike had I mean whose front lawns had all the bikes on it like or, that kind of generation or you like, drove around and like you'd find a payphone and like you hope right. you memorize like six of your friends numbers yep. so you could call their houses and be like or 1-800-ASS-FUCK remember <laughs> that and listen to the dudes and like or like all the other weird old like porno numbers remember we used to do that Crapo Field when playing baseball that shit was hilarious dude Can I've never done that, that at any field no, ever <laughs> oh my god bro you call that was a pretty alright call 
Oh, shiny. very specific. One eight hundred asphalt. Call that one. It was. I remember. I remember the like. What was it? Like, one what was it? One nine hundred wet farts. Wet farts for uh, Nurse Hilda's clinic. Yeah, there was mad shit. Yeah, we had that one. Student people feel on the payphone and just laugh and giggle and haha when they wanted money. We just hang up the phone because like. But no, like I remember like when when I was I didn't get I didn't get a cell phone until I was out of high school. Oh my God! And a senior year. No, I was a junior. Yeah, dude. High school. I did not get my next tell until June, uh, until right before graduation. You can keep shaking your head, but yeah, I'm right. No, I'm telling you because I got mine sophomore year. Oh Day wow, when year. I was a senior. No way. Yeah. Oh but wow, look at how that Christmas, adds up. Christmas. Christmas. Was it Christmas? Yeah. Well, maybe it was second half of senior year then. Yeah, you got your I ninety, and I got the I. It was definitely second semester because I did not have it in the fall. I know that. You got the I ninety. How do you remember first? Yeah. Oh, I don't remember the blue shit. One. I ninety next though. He got yeah, that remember, shit. Remember he got though. that shit on Christmas. Cause remember Christmas Eve? I found mine charging, and I was like, "Oh, dope! They got me the black one. I got the I sixty five. The work. Yeah, that's right. That was that's right. I hated I was like, next I was like Really? I did not. Dude, I would, I I wish, would do anything I wish, to go back to that. I, I wish humanity never evolved past that point. <laughs> that was peak communication. Yep, I that was hated the it. Best shit Short in the to the point. World. Yo. Yo, cool Yo. Talk. Yo, Yo. Co- is it cool to talk? Yeah. Now, nah, hold on. Put him on private. <laughs> <laughs> yep. We at. Now you need a Dima. No, yeah. I know, just dumb shit like that. But that was just, I mean, it was literally the pin- like the pinnacle of communication. It was so quick, so easy. I could hit mad people up, like, mad fast, just like, what up? Like, no need for, like, texting bullshit, waiting for somebody. If they put you on, like, uh, what was that, the, uh, the square button? Um, Alert? Yeah, if you alerted somebody, they cleared it, and yeah. you hit them up. And it went through. You could tell they cleared it, and they were just dodging you. And yep. you were like, "Motherfucker!" There was ways around that shit. It was yeah. funny. It was good times. Yeah, I loved. I loved the. Uh, <laughs> I, I I did love the uh, the next Nextel house. era was my favorite. Nextel era was the best, dude. The two way on my street bike up my next because it was uh, basically just like texting, but you were just talking. Well, nobody knew what texting was. It's like, yo, where you at? I'm in my house. All right, we buy a five. I used to be on my street bike, and I would just shove it up like. In my helmet, kinda. Yoda. <laughs> be all muffled, but you can hear me. Yoda. <laughs> the worst is when, like, you'd be sitting in class, oh, yeah. and, and, it goes and you go like, Boop. and you're just yeah, yeah, what the fuck, you're like, yo, what the fuck? And then you get all the signals like, who broke the cool kid? Even though they all got the same fucking phone. Like, just because you forgot to shut it off. Everybody had the phone, and then when that noise would go off, everyone would like panic for like three seconds and be like, who's this in mine? Yeah. But everyone always swore immediately into the phone. Like, everyone has to be like, fuck you. It's like, Jesus, man. Give me no chance. That shit was so That was so fucking dope. That's why you gotta keep it on silent. No, that's why you gotta keep it on silent. Oh, my God. Remember, you used to flip it open and push the talk? Yeah. With it closed so you can keep it on silent? That was on on private. private. On private? Yeah, that was when, when, hey, is it cool to talk? Nah, hold up. All right, what's up? And, like, that was when you knew, like, you were like, all right, somebody's usually calling you because... They need something. Yeah. You know, illegal most of the time at that point. Illegal. But it was fucking great. Or you're just like, wait, who's around? I'm about to invite you somewhere, but I don't want you bringing that clown. And you're like, all right, bet. Although nobody said bet back then. Nobody said bet. Nobody said that. Nobody said bet. We should go back in time and be like mad hip. That'd be sick, right? No. People just look at us like we're weird. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be like, it's like nowadays, like I still, I still say you like. You'd probably get stabbed if you went back in time and just started saying shit like that. I still say like, <laughs> I, I'll still, I still use fat all the time. I'll be like, yo, that shit's mad fat. 
Jones. And people like and that's how people would look at us. Like that's people so, yeah, look at me now. Date the fuck out of yourself. People look at me now the way they like if we said that back then. Like we went back and was like, yo, bet keep it hundred. They'd like, be like, what? what? And I'd be like, ah. Ah. Your, your kids are gonna love this one. Just, <laughs> yeah, yeah but, you're giving Back to the Future reference. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but, <laughs> like, yeah, but people look at us when we say bet keep it 100 like we're idiots because we're almost 40. I don't, That's, <laughs> I, I don't say bet. I don't say bet. I don't say keep it 100. I don't say any of that shit. I don't say keep it 100 to anybody. I just. No, I don't think I've ever said that. No. Not, not seriously. <laughs> no, never, On not. Twitter, maybe. I will say bet and facts. Facts, facts and bet, I'll say all, all the right. time. Facts isn't bad. Facts isn't like slang. Facts. Facts machine, bro. Facts machine. Facts. I will say on dead dogs a I'm lot. I'm just surprised we didn't start saying it earlier. Like that's such a like an easy G like somebody says something just like facts. Like it just rolls so you know easy. What? I, I'm gonna be honest, I don't care for cap. I hate cap. Cap's kinda whack. Don't really I like out of pocket. Out of pocket's dope. But that's pocket. been around for a while. Out of pocket is like well, common on, terminology. Out of pocket's been around since like I feel like we were in high school. Dude. All right, we're gonna get there. We're, this is all right. This is our apparently this is our off-topic portion of the show. We're sorry. We will get into championship Sunday. I promise. I got a lot to say about Lamar. That's cap. And I got a lot to say about the Chiefs. Oh, and, careful, with Lamar. Oh. I, I, I read some crazy shit. Yeah. In one of your posts, you can't say <sighs> nothing what? about anybody. Nope. I'm like, ah, this player plays like shit. What you mean he plays like shit? I heard the word Riz the other day. Charisma. Oh, that's all fucking. That's brand new. That Riz is so annoying too. Oh, he's good. I heard that the other day. I was like, what the fuck does that mean? And now, to charm or seduce? How do you not know what Riz means? It's right there in the guy. I'm fucking thirty-seven years old. You can figure out all these. All the words are all the words are in context. And he doesn't have kids either. So what are you talking about? My kid doesn't say Riz. My favorite charm or wait style, charm or attractiveness. Charisma. Riz is just charisma. Yes. It's the Riz from charisma. Dude, like everyone's like, oh, Timothy, like the big thing everyone says, that. you know Timothy Chamolet from I'm fucking doing shit? I'm not hip, I'm dog. fucking telling you who Timothy he is. Timothy Chalamet? Is that the dude that's banging one of them uh, Kardashian chicks? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but he's like, he does a bunch of movies. He's in the Dune. No, Kendall, the tall one. He's the... in the Dune movies and shit like that. Oh, is that who that is? Yeah, the yeah, Timothy Chamolet, whatever his name is. I thought Timothy Chalamet was a made-up character from Family Guy. He was the one, no, he was the one who probably thought up the design for those popcorn buckets. That weird old motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. Was, if you know, uh, if you know, you know. No, my favorite, my favorite, my favorite new one. The kids say, or the, the kids say, is like, I didn't no, know that. Yeah. When they're like, it's just like, it, if it's too, if it's, what is it? If it's too Gucci to be trill, it's cap. <laughs> if it is, yeah, I hate that. I love it because so it cracks much. me the fuck up because it's so stupid, and I'm like, but damn, man, like these. It, this must be how like the forty-year-olds felt when but we were that's in like high school. Gucci's been around for twenty years, but that's like a very condensed slang. Yeah, but like think about it, dude. Like we used to say funny. "fat" all the time. That's we or, said mad dumb shit. Like that's butter, mad. That's butter. Oh my fucking god! You're like yo, butter. That's butter. That sucks. We said that. That's why. That was. I thought that was a good one. I liked butter. Nah, Man. That one's lame. That that, that one could have died. That was fine. Butter, that was fine to die. That's fucking lame. Soft and creamy and delicious. Oh, imagine what? someone just nobody said that. Nobody fucking said that. Nobody ever said that. Right, well, no, maybe, maybe, maybe I'm the fucking fat kid, and that's what I was thinking. I'm like, yeah, butter's dope, bro. I'm like, I'll someone... put butter on everything. Yeah, but like nobody ever said, yo, that's soft and creamy and delicious. <laughs> like, no... I would have been like, my... nah, they just said that's butter. Same reaction. I'd be right. like, ugh. You're, <laughs> you're just yeah, insinuating. Yeah. You're insinuating. Yeah. All right, speaking of insinuating, let's get to the fucking uh, AFC Championship game. Teddy Bridgewater retired. Teddy Bridgewater retired. 
facts, though. He is facts. No, isn't yeah. I think Joseph no just joined in. Isn't Joseph a fucking no, Ravens fan? No cap. Who? In the in the chat? I, I I'm not looking at your chat. I can't oh, see your oh, chat. Oh, why? I Joseph, can't see our Joseph chat. Pimentel. That screams out. I think he's a Ravens fan. Isn't no, he? no, 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 he's, no. Big Joe's a fucking. He's, he's a Washington Dallas. No, no, no. He's a Dallas what? fan. He's a Dallas fan. He's and a, a Joe Flacco Redskin. fan. I thought he was a Redskins Joe fan. Joe Flacco no, Brandon fan. Brandon is okay. a fucking Redskins fan. His wow, son. Brandon went against him in his own division back in the day. That's fucked up. That is fucked up. I bet Joe All right, all right. Sorry, Joseph, for labeling you a Ravens fan. Joe Flacco. I was like, I've seen this man talk about the Ravens you know, before. I get the full chat on you. But, yeah, no. Do we know Ravens fans, though? Like, I feel like we know Ravens fans. Or we, we've known Ravens I know. Fans. I don't know a one, single Raven fan. I know, I know one. I know one. One of my boys. I know one, but I won't shout him out because I sent him a message. Why not? I know one. Uh, one. The, one of my boys that I played football with at Bridgewater. Jackson. <laughs> no. <laughs> um. One. One kid that I played football with. One of my boys. Oh come on. No. I heard that big. No. Wait, is this still echoey? No, not at all. No. I swear to God, it's not echoey. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it still sounds fucked up. Oh, I, I really don't hear it. Yeah, it still sounds fucked up. Dave, God you're damn. a Chargers fan? I had no idea. It sounds fucky. What God damn fuck? it. All right, let me see if I can fix this then. Um, no, I have no, no idea. Way. He's going to mute half of us. No, I mean, we'll, we'll be fine. It's, well, it's just way, a small problem. We'll just see what the hell happens. So, you want to start about the game and you try to play with the buttons? Well, so, what we talking that about? was AFC Championship game. We have, you think you cut my voice off. Yep. Alright, there we go. You have the Kansas City Chiefs visiting the Baltimore Ravens. And we talked about this last week. And Joseph is going to jump back in in a second once he finish it, uh, finish, fixes some audio issues. Are you going to run with your take on this game first? I don't have to. I was just wondering if you were. But last week, we were going to get into it where the referee that was picked yeah. is a road team yeah. Chiefs fan. But after, it, after watching that game... Do you still believe that that was really a factor? No, because the Ravens did play like ass. Because but Lamar Jackson fucking froze. Lamar Jackson played choked. like dog shit. Yeah, he did play like how dog many, shit. How many times did the ball, how many times in the fourth quarter when they needed to come back, when they right. needed to pull, pull shit together, mm -hmm. did they snap that fucking football and Lamar Jackson held on to that ball more than four seconds? Three to four seconds. Yeah, but is that due to coverage? Multiple fucking, but that's it's what me and Joe. It's what Joe was talking about. He's a sight thrower. He if, is. If, He's a first if, read he guy. Can't, and, and if nobody's open, he can't anticipate a guy open. He has to see an open man and throw him the fucking ball. Otherwise, he's gonna dip out. And honestly, I was a little like, I, I was kind of like bugged out about why he waited so fucking long to use his legs when that's the exact. Like thing that got them there basically in the first yeah, place. Yeah. Like he took so long to run and like take off and do what he's like known to do. Yeah, I get it. He's got a dope arm. He can throw the ball, but he's clearly not like you know. He's not a Peyton Manning. He's not a Drew Brees. He's no. not a Rivers. No. He can't throw a guy open. No. He no. can't he's like, like anticipate like oh, I'm gonna throw it over here, make you cut, you know, make you run to the open field and get to the open area and, and, and deliver the ball in open cover. Yeah. He has to throw it to a guy who's already open. Like we said, he has Tim Tebow. So. Uh, syndrome. He's got no, 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 no. Don't put that curse on him. Like Tim Tebow could throw guys open. Tim Tebow just didn't have the physical arm to get the ball there a lot of the time. Yeah, I mean, the, I... Thing, the thing about Lamar Jackson is that, whoa, 
No, I can hear. Oh, there we go. There we go. Like threw me off. Really, I heard my voice echo. Right, right. Is it my phone? Is it? No. Okay. Um, the thing about Lamar Jackson that I really dislike in this game is that he's very inconsistent. During the uh, during the regular season, he is a great quarterback. Plays very well. I still think he runs way too much to my liking. As soon as you get to the playoffs, he has a reputation now where he's done it a few times where he doesn't perform the same way. He's inconsistent in the playoffs. Right. He falls apart. Joey, uh, Joey here has said many times he's becoming one of those playoff type quarterback that he just becomes inconsistent once you get to the playoffs. He's just not that good when he gets to the playoffs. It seemed like they were doing all right in the first half, but when, did it though? I mean, with those with those couple like, dude, he was getting. I mean, how many times was he probably supposed to be sacked? And he rolled right out of that shit. One of them was that bomb to Zay Flowers. Actually, maybe two of them were, were decent bombs to Zay Flowers. Where he had uh, one was a touchdown, and the other one I think got him at least out of third down. He he rolled out of he rolled out of a few out of a few would be sacks in the first half. He was mm-hmm. playing like Lamar Jackson that we thought he was that he was capable of. He's when, great like, third, late tackles. third quarter, early like late third quarter to fourth quarter, he disappeared. Yep, and he fucking froze up, and he was he was not he was not him he was not him standing on his business. Whatever he was not him. He was not getting the Hemi Award standing on his business and shit, <laughs> and he fucking disappeared. Okay. I got. I think I got. The, I got the temporary fix. He fucking now. disappeared, bro. That's what we were saying. Temp fix. I got. Well, it, I got. It, I got it. The audio should sound like do, a thousand percent better than I. That. I, I, okay. I wicked apologize for that <laughs> echoey bullshit for the last uh, forty-two fucking minutes. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, well, we went really off track with the whole. Well, like, we yeah, we need a like better that. producer of the show. I don't know, fucking <laughs> fucking guy I'm paying right <laughs> nah, now yeah, sucks. Well, he can't do everything. Um, Miguel lives in Ohio. Give the guy some god. Slack. Unbelievable. Fuck um, anyway, it's a temp fix for now, but, but um, I know what the problem is. I just don't know how to fix it right now. So we okay, temporary banded. Banded. Um, anyway, we're on Lamar. Yes. Um, really quick before Joey jumps in with a, with his Lamar point, because I know where he's going to go with that. Probably right where I am. How do you feel? Did you see, either of you see this after the game? Odell Beckham Jr.'s dad rampage on Twitter. Free my no. Free yes, my son. Yes, I did. Paul, careful your headphones. Yeah, yeah, your headphones gonna rip them out. Free my son. My son deserves better. Lamar's not a good quarterback. Um. Well, first of all, like that's totally uh, to use one of the words the kids use out of pocket. Um, <laughs> because <laughs> all right, touche. Uh, that's just dumb. Like I don't. Uh, it's 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 right along the lines of like fucking Al Horford's wife or sister or whatever. Sister, 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 sister. fucking like chirping away on Twitter. It's like. All right, nobody cares. Like, first of all, like, just shut up. No, no one cares. Um, if I was, you know, like, if I was Patrick Mahomes, like, I would be paying my family to just shut the fuck up. Like, oh my god, yeah. Like his dad embarrassed the shit out of him after the game. Oh, Patrick Mahomes is dead. Yeah. Oh, I didn't see that. Uh, when he when he said that dumb shit that he said whatever about uh, what did he say is something about Lamar Jackson. Hold on. Hold like on. called him out. It was it was just stupid. It was it was like he's smoking a cigar on the field in the Chiefs jacket. And he's like, oh, yeah, something Lamar Jackson, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, dude, like, really? Like, you can't just prop your kid up and be like, oh, look at my son going to another Super Bowl, you know, four and six yeah, years. Yeah, you got to shit on the like, other you guy. shit on the other guy while you're here? Like, dude, fuck out of here, man. Like, you're a clown. Like, that, shut that the fuck whole, up. That whole, I don't want to say, I don't know about, like, the Chiefs higher-ups. 
the owner and shit, like, the hunts or whatever it is and, like, all them. But, like, who they have as far as, like, their players and, like, their fan base and, like, their family and immediates, like, are just fucking classless clowns. Except for maybe Jason Kelsey. I like Jason I mean, Kelsey. I, well, he's not involved with the Chiefs No, the Mahomeses way. are fucking... Are, but the whole Mahomes clan is just it, like That's what I mean Like, like, like Jackson Mahomes The fucking Brittany Mahomes All that fucking they're clowns. trash They're just saying, clowns Yeah they're clowns His dad Fuck them dude Like and I thought his dad was Would be better than that Having been like a pro athlete At one point Thank you sir um, I thought he would have been better than that and no, not, you know, shit. and known like not to like do that. But like, dude, like, what are you doing? Like, that's clown shit, bro. It is. Like, come on. If, Honestly, sometimes I know like, like Mahomes is like, he seems like a pretty level headed dude. I, I, I can't say I feel don't bad. Don't worry about for it, Sean. Him. Fuck it. I can't say that I feel it. bad for it. him. Well, I, I heard I heard the whole but thing. But like, so. part of me wonders, like, he, like what he's dealing with on a day to day basis with his dumbass brother, his fucking loud ass wife, and now clearly his like, you know, father talking shit. Like, right, well, well, hold on, let's, hold on. Is, let's, is let's, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's put a pin in the chief stuff for a second because I want to talk right. about Lamar real quick. Yes, uh, but here, so here's my take on Lamar because. It was insinuated on social media this weekend <laughs> um, that I'm a racist, and I'll what? say it. Wait, wait, those words weren't, weren't said. Those words weren't said, okay. but it was insinuated. But I'm not a chicken shit motherfucker, so I'll actually come out and say, you know, I'll call you out for what you were trying to say, and I'll say it for you because that's what I do. I lend a voice to those who need it. So if you're too chicken shit to say what you're going to say, a voice of the voiceless. Don't suggest it. Yeah, I guess you could. Uh, I'm like you know, uh, I'm like Gandhi or Martin Luther King. You know what I mean? Oh, no, no, I, I'm a voice. Calm for the, yourself. I, I'm a voice for the voiceless. Oh fuck. You know, I. Uh, <laughs> you caught both of us. We're like, what the fuck? Listen, the point I'm getting at is is. Is can you finger. use literally anything else? A finger. You should yes. So use a gross, finger. Dude. All right. No, all right. All right. All right. All right. Figure it out. Jesus, you you up here every week. How do you not have a mixing tool over there? I don't know. I I, I don't know. Well, you have a whole boss set up over there, and you don't have a mixing tool. I love how he's a germaphobe only about. Use the his Jeff Gordon moment. Uh, one minute. No, I was. I thought about that. Use Godzilla's no, tail. This, no. He's so strange. Use that boy. Did did you use a cup that was just like sitting up here randomly? No. What? So no. God what Jesus. The fuck. Come on. Guys. So hold on. Focus. Focus. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. Sorry. I want to get so the whole Lamar Jackson thing. Yes. And I've been saying this like you guys alluded to, and you said it while I was trying to figure out these audio issues. You mm -hmm. said it for. I've been saying it since day one. The Baltimore Ravens will never win a Super Bowl with Lamar Jackson under center. Facts. You that have. is not a slot. That is not a slap at Lamar Jackson's talent. That is not. I'm not saying the guy can't uh, play Wait, the one. play the position or be exciting and fun to watch. But when it comes to January football, because now this what puts him at what two and four all time in the postseason. Is it that? Is it two wins? I know he's got. He had one win last week. No, no, last week they had a bye. He beat Houston. No, they beat no. Houston. Oh, yes, you asked. I'm sorry. They beat Houston, and he's beat one other team in the playoffs. I'm pretty sure he's only that Houston was his second win. I could be wrong. Look it up. I'm looking up right Pro now. ProFootballReference.com. Go ahead. Go nuts. Um, tell me what his playoff record is. This is where you guys come in now with your – It is 2-4. and four. Yes, it is. Okay, 2-4. and four. Thank you. He's 2-4 and four in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. There was a point a couple of years ago we were screaming for Joe Flacco to come off the bench and replace him against the San Diego Chargers, the then San Diego Chargers, because we were like, dude – this is a winnable game for the Baltimore Ravens if they just if they can get a couple of first downs, get somebody who can complete a forward pass 
we'll be fine. And Steve Spagnolo did to Titans. did to uh, the Titans. Thank you. You're right. It was the Titans. That was the Mariota game. 2020. Mm-hmm. When? Yep. Yeah, COVID year. Uh, yep. 2014 he, was the Steelers. Steve Spagnolo did to Lamar Jackson what everybody knew Steve Spagnolo was going to do to Lamar Jackson, mm-hmm. except the only people that didn't seem to know what Steve Spagnolo was going to do coming into that game was Todd Munkin, John Harbaugh, and Lamar Jackson. Like, if you told me before the game Gus Edwards was going to have three carries throughout the whole I game, know. I would have been like, well, fuck. <laughs> Um, did he die? Yeah. Like, did he go all Demar Hamlin with it? I like, had him on that parlay go over forty yards. I was bro, like, like on, forty yards. How the fuck is? Bro. How are you only going to give Gus Edwards three carries? Thirty nine and a half was that? And, I was like, come on. And here's the thing, you said it, Paul, directly. I was sitting here. I was telling you on Sunday while we're watching the game because I'm watching. And and this, to me, this game is seventy percent Lamar Jackson, thirty percent Todd Munkin. This had to be one of the worst play like one of the worst offensively called oh. scripted game like p- from a play calling standpoint mm-hmm. that I have ever seen in my entire life. Munkin called nothing to help Lamar Jackson out. They did nothing to get the ball out of his hands quick. Get it into the hands of a couple of playmakers. Let some guys make some moves up the field. Let some guys do some things. No. Everything was a fucking it was it was a it was a drop. A shotgun drop. Sit back there. Wait. Deep rounds, deep in, deep many post, plays whatever. Dude, did he sit back there and hold on to that? Way ball too for fucking three to many. How many times did I start? It was in the it was in the third quarter. I'm starting yep. to slap the bar downstairs, going, like, "Why oh, are you holding the ball?" Fuck yeah, you were. Uh, so I, how many? I know. Go ahead. I'm sorry. And what did I? And what did I say to you, Paul? During the third quarter of that game, I said, "This is the fucking problem with Lamar Jackson. Yeah. He is a he's 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 the black Tim Tebow. He is a sight thrower." He's Tim Tebow with a better arm. That's all he is. He has to wait to see the guy come open. He can't anticipate a guy coming open like Peyton Manning, Drew Brees, Tom Brady, Philip Rivers. Rivers, uh, Name a guy. Literally, name a guy. Randall Randall Cunningham, Warren Moon. I don't care. Like, it doesn't matter. Name a guy. Go back and watch. If you know anything about fucking (laughs) quarterback play, you know that you have to throw guys open a lot of the times in this league because the defenders are just too fucking good and you're not going to have enough time to sit back there and wait for a guy to break open, see him open, and then go, whoom, and rip it on a a frozen rope and get it into his chest. The ball is you making yourself – he's making you open. And what did I say? And I said that to you in the third quarter. And I said, this is the problem with Lamar Jackson. He's a sight thrower. He's got to wait, which means he has to see the guy open, and then he's got the hand cannon to get it there. But by that point, it's too late. Because now, because that doesn't work every play. You have guys that are getting paid millions of dollars on the other side of the field to come and tackle your ass. And the Chiefs did an excellent job. By they, They did an excellent job keeping him in the forcing him to do what he had to do yep. not letting him get out make any real big runs not making him like like make right. any great big plays with his legs let him get loose and and they sacked him a bunch of times yep. and they got after him and they you know they had the force fumble the whole nine right so now you don't have to listen to me i'm just joey fats i've only forgotten more than most of you've ever learned but whatever don't take my word for it what did i do i sent paul a snapchat yesterday afternoon I'm yeah. listening to the only not the only radio show, the only sports talk show I listen to now is Adam Shine on Sirius XM. That's it. And I don't listen to him every day. I, I don't listen to him. I, I listen to him maybe like an hour or two a week on average. 
And the only reason I listen to those shows because I don't like listening to the uh, to other radio shows because I don't want to come on this show and have other people's opinions taint mine. I want my opinion my opinion to be organic and be mine. So I don't listen to other people because I don't want to just come out here and just parrot what everybody, you know, what Nick Wright is saying or Skip Bayless or oh, Shannon Shutt. Like, I, I see way too many fucking podcasts where guys just sit here Talking behind a microphone. Heads, they got no fucking opinion of their own. They just sit there and they spout fucking no nonsense. Substance. And they're, no, they're, just, they're just parroting what everybody else says. Right. And it's like you don't have an original fucking thought in your head. So get the, like, no. And they just sit there and they're like, well, well, I know this and DVOA and blah, 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 and statistics and PFF said this. My producer blah, blah, blah. told me to argue this point. You, 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 right. You got to drop the DVOA. I'm going to kill you with a DVOA argument someday. <laughs> you know my, I'll get into the PFF shit and the DVOA right. stuff later. Oh, but shit. PFF shit. Put a pin in that. But. My point is, circle back. I'm listening to Adam Shine yesterday, and Adam Shine has Phil Sims on, Hall of Famer, Phil Sims. Course, and what course, is Paul? Tell me exactly from your memory from the Snapchat. What did Phil? What did What did I send you, Phil Sims, saying? The exact same thing about me and Sight, though. That he's just it, so. I know, it's not I just. Know, it's I not know. just me. I'm not the only one saying this. I'm not the only one seeing it. You can sit there and defend him and say, "Oh, he's such a great athlete, and he was so good in college, and they said he was the next Michael Jordan or whatever." I think that was actually Deshaun Watson. Right. There but was one whatever. play that actually you were right in the middle of making that point, and um, I don't know if it was Mark Andrews or somebody. It was Isaiah Likely. No, he was coming across the middle, and I swear to God, he was about halfway done with his route right in front of Lamar before he finally fucking threw the ball to him and then was immediately tackled. Yeah. Whereas if he had, like, been able to throw it to him in, like, you know, in stride, the, in, the beginning, in, stride in the beginning, he probably would have got a little bit more. But it was just like, you were making that point, and I'm like, yeah, dude, I'm like, where the fuck is, like, all these, the only nice throw he made was when he almost got bodied, he slid out of it and bombed it to likely. I mean, uh, to uh, to Flowers in the end zone, and he mm-hmm. just happened. to I mean, right listen, there. there's or made... the pass to himself where it got tipped and he ran and caught listen, it. Listen, <laughs> Lamar is Lamar is one of those quarterbacks that has an unequaled amount of talent, physical talent. Yes, he does. Physical ability, if you will. All right, let's let's just say he's supremely talented and he has an infinite amount of ability. That's not good enough on its own no. to win in the NFL. You know, I thought about I'm sorry, it's not. And it the fact that he can't sit there, drop back, read a defense, and anticipate, okay, one, two, three, and no okay, right. one's coming open now, two's coming open now. It's timing. How many times do we see that? Sean, you and I have sat here, we have studied Brady and Manning our entire lives. For the last two fucking decades, we've sat here and studied what I would consider the greatest quarterback of all time and the third best greatest quarterback of all time, mm-hmm. okay? And Manning, and then I would put and probably like Marino, and then yeah. you know maybe Brady. I guess I could throw in at three now because <laughs> whatever, fuck him. Mahomes. Oh yeah, don't. We'll get to that in a fucking second. Jesus Christ, fucking people putting Mahomes above Brady. What the fuck kind of? What the fuck? Uh, anyway, wait, wait, wait. One thing at a time. Yeah. One thing at a time. Yeah, but my point is, my you and I have too. you and I have studied quarterback play. All right, like I've gone back, like you know what Lamar Jackson is? He's a he's a watered down Randall Cunningham. Like people are acting like Randall, like like we've never seen what Lamar Jackson's done before. Randall Cunningham, I'm like, was Jack. Did you not watch the '80s with Randall Cunningham I in the would, '90s? I would rather have Michael Vick. Rand- Michael over, Vick was over Lamar Jackson. Michael Vick is the same fucking thing as as, as Lamar Jackson. But well, I Michael feel Vick like was a Michael thrower. Vick 
was a better thrower and he played mm. harder. Yeah, I I don't know, dude. Nah, I think Michael Vick was a little I'm bit gonna better. Give, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give Lamar the nod on the arm talent. Yeah, Vick had a hand cannon, but he right. had no touch. Lamar can at least put touch on a ball when he needs but to. I, I think Vic is a better <laughs> out of bounds, pure quarterback. All right. <laughs> you're, you're making good points. The biggest thing that people love to forget is I'm a big draft guy, and I'm not going to speak positive on me right now, but when he was coming out of Louisville, he was a fringe second-round guy. He ended up getting drafted in the first or second round by the Ravens, but he was a fringe guy because if everyone remembers – the big knock Didn't the on Ravens him. trade back up into the first to get him? Yeah, but yeah. he, he would have fallen to the second, to be honest with yeah, you. Yeah, he would have. Um, the reason was that the Ravens, it was right. too far to the second round. The Ravens didn't want to miss out, so they traded up to get him to replace Joe Flacco. Honestly, I want to give my opinion. I think if the Ravens signed Joe Flacco and Joe Flacco happened to get into that game, the Ravens probably win that game. This year's Joe Flacco. If Absolutely. That's what I mean. Um, but really Absolutely. Quick, the biggest, I mean, the ball, the, go ahead, sorry. The biggest knock against uh, Lamar Jackson coming out of Louisville is that he didn't have that field perception. He was more of a wide receiver or running back and not a quarterback. And so yeah. many people at the draft, at the combine, at the senior bowl, well, I don't think he's at the senior bowl, senior bowl that year, but they were asking him, would you be willing to switch positions because your athleticism is like next level? It's just... We don't envision you throwing the ball like this, right? Right. And that right. was the big knock. Was, now, it, it no. works. It works great at Louisville, and it works great in weeks one through seventeen. Like you know, Monday night, week nine. We always say this. Hey, listen, Lamar's going to be fucking entertaining as shit. He's going to go up. He's going to go into San Francisco on a Monday night and and you know put the mm-hmm. fucking beat the brakes off the Niners. But guess what? When it comes to January football, guess what he's going to do? He's going to fold up like a fucking lawn chair, like he does every fucking time. People don't understand. That the Houston game this year, that was the anomaly for Lamar yes. Jackson. Yes. Right, right, right. What you saw against the Kansas City Chiefs, that is his blueprint. Yes. That is that is what he is made. That is his yeah, DNA. I, I firmly believe and that. I, I like Lamar. I picked him to be MVP this year. So did I. I, I yep. picked the Ravens to be, you know, to go deep in the playoffs. They did. I believed in but him a lot this year, actually. Listen, man, I took it. I took the Chiefs with the three and a half. Right. For a reason. I thought because I don't believe too. in Lamar in the playoffs. Right. I thought about it, too, coming in. And I'm like, God damn it. I'm sitting here and I'm watching all this shit about, like, oh, man, Lamar Jackson. He's, like, the one guy that we have left to, like, save us from, like, you all thought we were going to lose this game. Yo, thought- dude, and, the, and the, the black hole and, sun oh, fucking fuck memes that. on TikTok and were I'm great. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, I, but the thing is, is, like, I, I, had no I just, faith. I wasn't convinced. I'm like, no. I'm like, you know what? I'm convinced that Lamar Jackson's going to win. I'm like, if Lamar Jackson was part Peyton Manning and Kobe Bryant, that's when Lamar Jackson will win. If what? he can, if, if he's got that 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 dog in him like Kobe, are you the same animal but a different, different beast? beast? But he's got that the cerebral. Fuck does that mean, Kobe but Bryant? he's got that cerebral Bryant mind to read. If he has his athletic ability to drive like Kobe, but the the spots like Peyton. That's but how you, Lamar but you, will but win. That's, the thing. that's a fantasy person. But Lamar's, <laughs> but that's why Lamar's he's not, not going to win. That's, that was my point. I was like, yeah. Well, fuck. if you want, if you want the guy with the drive like Kobe and the smarts like Peyton, I mean, the closest thing you're going to find to that right now is Patrick Mahomes. Fuck. I mean, unfortunately, I hate to say it, but like Man, he you was know, perfect. Damn, bro, you just he said was, what nobody else wanted to say. No, but he came out in the AFC Championship game, and everyone was like, "Oh, it's his first one on the road," and blah blah blah. He came out and he was perfect. Like, uh, I, like I wouldn't say perfect. Are people he played extremely the first, well. The first fifteen plays that Andy Reid scripted, 
They got two touchdowns that's out of it. That's all part of it, though. And that's all they needed because they got shut out in the second half. They like, sure did. Let's on the flip yeah, side. On the flip side. Yeah, on the flip side of this coin, and I, and I'm gonna, I'll leave it before we get to the Chiefs part of this. I just want to say this: like Todd Munkin and John Harbaugh should be fucking ashamed of themselves because they not only like listen. You've got to understand what your quarterback is good and what he, at and what he isn't good at. Mm-hmm. And Todd Munkin, as an offense coordinator, left Lamar Jackson out to dry. Facts. They did nothing to help him. They did not try to fucking get the running game going. They were talking. They were. They every time they would drop, they would they would pass the ball. It was like they were looking for a big chunk. They were looking for a home run play. They're like, oh, if we could just get one home run play, if we could just get one bomb, and they finally get it to Zay Flowers. They abandoned what got him there. They they get it to Zay Flowers. He gets up. He gets that ludicrous, ludicrous taunting penalty. Dumbest rule in sports. People want to talk about the worst rule in sports being fumbling out of the end zone and it's a touchback for the other team. No, fuck that. Taunting is the worst rule in sports. Both of those are horrible rules. Honestly, I don't even mind the fumbling out of the end zone. That's so weird. I like it. Flowers with that shit, that was so fucking gangster when he fucking whipped that ball and stood up and he was just like, whatever the fuck he said, I was like, fuck yeah. Three plays later, he's reaching for the end zone and Sneed punches it out and guess what? Chiefs ball. Right, right, right. I still don't like that rule. I, really, I do. You know why? Because, no, because what, you know what? What rule? The fumbling, fumbling out of the out end, end zone. And for a uh, touchback. touchback. How, how else are you going to rule? Touchback for the defense. Yeah, how else are you going to rule? I don't know. Fumble. Like it's, no, yeah, it's a it's fumble out of the, out of the, end, of the end, end zone. That's that's just, that's the one you, fucked you can't, up. You can't take away... Real quick on that rule, because we'll get into this next week and the week after we yeah, have more yeah, time. Hold on. You can't take away one rule that actually fucking benefits the defense. That it does better. Yes, it does. Yeah. Like, you got to give the defense something here. Yeah, but here. it makes the most sense. It, it's the only thing that makes sense to me. The points in the the, the whole thing, like, the two, it's two points, right? Touchback, whatever. No, it's, no, it's no points. No, it's oh, no wait, points. Touch it's touchback. Turnover, it's turnover oh, on downs. Touchback, turnover Not on downs. downs. I'm sorry. Turnover yeah, whatever. 20. That's the most. Yeah, the, that, the, the defense... If, if you punch it out, Zay Flowers, they, Sneed punched it out. Zay Flowers fumbled out of right. the end zone. Uh, if it had been fumbled out of the end, it was recovered. It was, yeah. but, oh, I, that's right. I'm thinking recovered. And then they they recover it, and then it just goes. But if it goes out of bounds in the end zone, they the, the defense gets it on the 20. Right, which is fine. So that, what I don't, else are you supposed to do? I don't have a problem with I'm that thinking, at all. Thinking, and the thing is, and I don't know, if, maybe I'm weird. I've never had a problem with that rule. Ah, oh, just weird to me. Really because it just, like, if, if you, listen, if you don't want to risk fumbling it out of your own end zone, don't dive going in, don't fucking reach out for I it. I know, that's the old Belichick thing. Don't don't fucking it, do it. If you're not going to get there, don't do it. Belichick, you are literally putting the ball, like, you're, you're, in the most vulnerable spot ever. And, dude, it's not, like. and it's not like this is a new rule where everybody's like, oh, shit, I'm still getting adjusted to it. Like, right, nah, no. dude, this has been the rule forever. So, so, so there game. was Edelman, who, I love his new podcast, by the way. Edelman was hanging out with Gronk and Danny Amendola. And they always make videos asking Brady where, what he's doing because he's too good for them now, which I think is fucking hilarious. And Edelman looks at the guys and says, what, is, what did Bill always say about reaching for the end zone? And Amendola and Gronk at the same time, don't reach for the end zone unless it's fourth down. Like, so, like it's drilled in their mind. Yeah. Do not reach for the end zone unless it's fourth down and then absolutely reach it because it's turning right, down. It doesn't anyway. fucking matter. Because it yeah. doesn't, re- it doesn't matter. All you're doing is putting the ball in jeopardy. Yes. Like, you're just, you're risking fucking up. Like, don't give the defense the opportunity. And that's what made the Patriots so fucking good all these years, is stupid fucking shit like that. And that's the kind of shit that people just will, they are going to miss. They are going to miss it. used to be able to coach that situational football into each and every one of his players to make them the best. I remember DJ Williams and Champ Bailey when Josh McDaniels first got to Denver, and they're in training camp, and they're practicing, like, specific 
down distance situational football and they're looking at each other like whoa like we've never we've never done this like this in depth before like all right well fuck we know if we're gonna get the fourth and six you know at, at the whatever yard line with this much time on the clock we know exactly what we're we know what we're supposed to do mm-hmm. to make sure because and, and they were initially they were amazed by it and then they went on that six win winning streak and they're like oh my god it's working and then dj williams was like then we found out we were fucking cheating <laughs> <laughs> i love dj williams for that it was fucking great but that's funny um but no but that's the shit that bill did and that's the thing that's what patriots fans are going to miss but that's another topic for another show yeah. um this going back to this Todd Munkin has to be held, I mean, mightily accountable. What about John Harbaugh, though? I hate his name. Uh, well, Harbaugh's got the uh, – he's not calling the offense. He's, he's but there he's to been... – but he's got to be the guy to be like, listen, we got to get something going here, guys. We can't just keep sending Lamar back on what's the equivalent of like a seven-step drop and, you know, out of the shotgun nowadays. <laughs> And and just just, can't waiting, just leaving him out to and, die. And, and waiting for fucking Zay Flowers and Isaiah Likely to somehow get open. Yeah, like, no shit. Come on, like let's. Yeah. And they abandoned the run. They didn't do anything. The defense well, stepped Hill up and did exactly it. what they Hill had to do. They shut the, the fucking Chiefs out in the second half. I know. I mean, you if you told me Kansas City going into this game, you told me Kansas City is going to score seventeen points. I'm like, oh, Baltimore's going to blow them out. That's what I. Thought. You would think so. There's no way Baltimore wins this by two scores. Easy. Easy. Fuck like, there's no way Baltimore scoring less than 24. No shit. I don't appreciate how fast Baltimore abandoned the run game. Baltimore had 16 total runs in the AFC Championship game. Eight of those were Lamar Jackson. Yeah, they ran the ball eight fucking times, dude. Eight, eight. times with the running backs. Eight. So None of those guys can get a rhythm. So while I'm going to sit here and I will be critical of Lamar's style of play and the way he plays, I can't say that and be fair if I don't mention the fact that they did an absolutely shit job of putting him in any kind of position to succeed. The coaching staff put him in, in they the ultimate. Hard. They, you know what they did? You know what the Baltimore Ravens did? They did exactly what teams did with the Patriots for fucking two decades. They went they, 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 they got shocked. Yep. The, the Chiefs went up 17, uh, 17-7 and they were like, and they pissed down their fucking leg and they completely just abandoned everything they were going to do. They're like, oh no, it's the Chiefs. It's Mahomes. Oh my God. What are we going to do? We got to go. Oh my God. And they, and they, they lost their shit. They lost (laughs) lost their cool and they completely flubbed the game. Mm -hmm. They got away from everything they did. How many times, Sean, did we say this? Did we, how many shows have we done over the years where I sat here on on a, on a Tuesday night or a Monday night and I said, what the fuck were they doing? Why did you get away from everything you did? Oh, what? The Patriots jumped out to a 14-3 lead, so you decide, fuck it, let's throw it 60 times because that's the only way we're going to win this. And then you end up losing 17-14? The like, lore. It's the lore gets it's, to you. It's the mystique. Yeah. It's that It's that. That pressure that comes with facing Andy Reid and Pat Mahomes. Uh, like they're it used the to come Brady with, Belichick. Yeah, yeah, it is. And it now really is. Now they've been to six Super Bowls. You know, they're the seasoned guys. And again, that's why, you is know. It six? Is it, it six? No. No. What? Wait, how they many the Super Bowls? Six Super Bowls? No, how many who? Super Bowls? Four. For who? This is going to be the fourth. Sorry, four in six years. Sorry. Yeah. I said six Super Bowls, but no, four out of six years. Yeah. It's fucking the same. They're the new season vets. They're the new guys to beat. You know what I mean? Like. Yes, but it's all about sustainability. Those got the core guys are getting older, including the coach. 
The only person that's going to last is going to be Mahomes for X amount of years. So, what about Kelsey, though? He's not that Kelsey's old. like 34. Dude, Kelsey's like, there's, there's talks Kelsey retires Kelsey might, this year. If they win, there's talks Kelsey retires. Yeah, yeah there's also rumor. So we can go be a Taylor Swift song. <laughs> Uh, she makes a billion dollars a year. I'd fucking retire and go. I guarantee. I guarantee you, if the Chiefs win this game, He's Kel- propose. Kelsey proposes to her on the field and retires. Bingo. And she says no. No, she's gonna say yeah. No, she's not. Yeah. She'll say yes in the moment, she's and like, then you idiot. That's this diff- exactly. Point. That's different. That's a different no, story. no. She'll say you yes. Idiot. This was. To, this was all to make the. Paul, this is all the show. This is all the show. They'll be. They'll be engaged for a year, yep, and then oh no. Yep. The sweetheart Let's couple. Let's fake a divorce. He no, they, they'll just they'll, they'll separate. The, the, the engagement will be off because there's no paperwork and signed. No paperwork's getting signed with those two. You fucking rec- you gotta be come on. She would have to do a prenup, not him. Taylor's just like bitch. I don't even exist. <laughs> My like, lawyers will make me disappear. You like your Taylor Swift? Yeah, watch this. <laughs> I'm, I am a robot. I was yeah. AI the whole time. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. No, you know what? I hope they get, I hope they get married. I hope they fall in love, and I hope they live happy fucking ever after. I don't give a shit. That's passive aggressive. Very passive aggressive. Yeah, you know what? Why, why, why should let's, I wish them ill? Why, why would I? Why would I? You do know what? That? That's 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 a very stand up thing for you to do, Paul. You know, what? You know the in the face it. of all the people that are hating on them so much, you decide to be the semi cuckold voice of reason. Well, kiss my ass on that first <laughs> off, and B, you know what? The guy shot a shot and he got shot down, and then Taylor Swift decided to say, you know what? Nah, this dude's actually pretty nice at what he does, so I'm going to give him a shot. You know, I don't wish for their downfall. I don't wish for the what? media. All right, hold on. Let's let's the, we'll, let me let me let's speak my piece here on the Chiefs, and then we'll do the Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey thing because I do want to actually do a little bit more on that. Touch on it. Um, we're gonna touch on. Oh, we're gonna touch on it. We're gonna touch on it real good. Touch on that Taylor Swift shit. We're going to touch on it real good. Right. I, don't, I don't know where your point is starting, by the way. Uh, so I don't wish ill on him. I'm not like wait, all wait, the We'll people. get to it. We'll all get right, to all it. All right, go. As for the Chiefs, they are as paper tiger as paper tiger gets. And the Niners, I'm going to tell you right now, spoiler alert. They're fucked. Niners are winning by double digits nope. in the Super Bowl. Nope. This they're, is going to be they're the... Losing this, by, they're losing this by is, 10. This is going to be this is going to be Tampa Bay... Kansas City all over again. No, nope, they're losing by 10. Brock Purdy is going to go out, points. and the Niners are going to boat race the fucking Chiefs. 35-21 Chiefs. Okay, that's cool. I'm telling you, you're wrong. Um, doesn't matter. Whatever. We'll find out in a week and a half. I know, I know. Um, it, but the Chiefs are a paper tiger. They have a good defense, not a great defense. Decent. It's decent. It's been a very good defense so far this year, but this this Kansas City team... I'm sorry, dude. Listen, everybody's like, oh, Mahomes went on the road. Dude, something he never did before. Went on the road, won two playoff games against Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson. Okay, first of all, you already know how I feel about Lamar Jackson. I don't want Lamar Jackson quarterbacking my team in January, ever. Lamar. Ever, under any circumstances. I'll take Gardner Minshew, thanks. Yeah, I honestly, I would. <laughs> Give me fucking, you know what? At least Gardner Minshew would have thrown the fucking ball. I, I'll take Kirk Cousins at this point. Fuck yeah. Hundred, are like, you at least, kidding me? 100%. At least Kirk will put up a good effort. He'll still lose at because it's a big game. At least throw the ball. But yeah, the ball, the forward pass will be completed on a regular basis. Under five seconds. That being said, I, I'm not. I don't care. I knew Baltimore wasn't winning this game. I knew Baltimore I wasn't going to the Super Bowl. I know. I had picked the Bills to be in this game against the against the Ravens two weeks ago, and the Bills fucking blew it against Kansas City again. Another team that you know walking wounded, 
A ton of fucking injuries. Tacky ass pictures with Stephon Diggs in the. Fucking you know the down. the Bills seem to be at a at a at a at a at a, a juncture right now where I don't think the Bills like they went on that run to end the season, but they're not as good as people think they are. Right. Like this is a team that right. Russell Wilson beat. Okay. Right. Sean, how do you feel about the Bills? Sean knows. <laughs> Sean knows damn well. Sean, I, I've been I've been. Preaching it for a while. But my my point is is that I don't think the Bills and the Ravens are as good as people people are trying to say like the Bills and the Ravens are like these world beaters of teams to prop up the Chiefs and be like, Oh, they're so Dog, good. The Colts beat the Ravens. Bro, year. they're not that good. The Chiefs are not that good. The Bills made this the is the most this is the most fallible team. And it's it's a miracle, a miracle that they're able to get to another Super well, Bowl. Yeah, because the NFC Count your blessings. is superior for, by far. The NFC was going to win the Super Bowl, in no my opinion, work. all year. I've oh, been picking the San Francisco 49ers since oh. when? August? Yeah, me, I, me too. That was my preseason pick. The 49ers oh. win the whole thing. Yep. But I had the Ravens in the AFC, though. I, I had the Bills. So I had, I had Niners, Bills. You had Niners, Ravens. Yep. We were both pretty close. I forget what I had, but I could look but it up. I, I, the bottom Colts, line is... Uh, Panthers. No. no. <laughs> The bottom line is we both had we, we both had the Niners winning it. Yes. So when you're when you break it down, like I'm still sticking with the Niners. I don't think the Kansas City Chiefs are even going to come close in this game. I think they're going to take away Kelsey. Kadarius Tony's having a meltdown on social media. It's going to be a magis- It's going to be a, mag- a massive distraction all week. Andy Reid is great uh, when things are going well, but we all know when things get tight and games get closer, things get adversarial. Uh, Andy Reid tends to fucking forget what he's doing, mm-hmm. and yeah, I, but Mahomes doesn't. Paul, it doesn't matter. I watched Mahomes literally fire a laser beam off of his receiver's fucking face in the Super Bowl against Tampa Bay, and they still got blown the fuck out. They didn't score a touchdown. Okay, there's two games where Patrick Mahomes has been held without a touchdown. One was this year against the Denver Broncos. The other was the Super Bowl against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They did not find the end zone. Now, I'm not saying that the Niners, they're going to keep them out of the end zone because I do think the Niners' defense does have some deficiencies, as talented as they are. I think Detroit exposed some of those deficiencies, and we'll get into that game in a sec. But they're very complete. as far as the Chiefs are concerned, they're pretty complete. Paper Tigers all day. I mean, with the with the whole Fred uh, with the with the chase and edition, let me ask you guys this: pretty ridiculous, all right? Since we're since everybody like Ryan Clark and Nick Wright and everybody else is like they're oh. they're so trying to put Patrick Mahomes on that pedestal, oh, yeah. and they're trying to say he's oh, better yeah. than Brady. I don't care what anybody says; he's better than Brady. Like oh, first quick. of all, oh, that quick. First of all, uh, he's not better than Brady. Brady wasn't better than Manning, nor was he better than Marino. So you all can fuck off. So at best, if you're putting if you're putting Mahomes above Brady, you're still only putting him at third best all time. Right. If you're actually, so still not even if you actually watch the games, no, he's actually he's just kind of like a more talented Roethlisberger in my Smaller. eyes. Smaller, quicker, more athletic yeah. Roethlisberger. Yeah. Like if Roethlisberger had like a, like a little speed in him. Like you, you know? know those little fucking um you know those little like things on bumper pool, those little like rubber brass things that you play in bumper pool. I feel yeah. like that's like Mahomes. You just fucking smash his ass and he just. Listen, Mahomes, is, Mahomes is extremely like he gets, beatable. He, he just get, he just he takes a lot of beating, and you're like, why won't this kid get hurt? And he, like, not he that did. you're wishing for it, not that I wish for anybody's, but I but, just uh, the kid is resilient as fuck. I'm not taking anything away from Patrick Mahomes. Like he's like Ben okay? Roethlisberger, he's a but mal- just he, smaller. Listen, he's, like did, Ben Roethlisberger's big. He's got that that beef to him. Listen, like, he's had the ability to take advantage of a very weak AFC for the last six years. Facts. 
All right, with, once, a, with a world class fucking coach. After with a Brady world left, class Brady coach. left, and that was it. The AFC was wide open. Yeah, world and class Mahomes, coach. And Mahomes and, they, and Andy Reid stuck their tight end. Can I talk? Sorry, they stuck their flag in the in the in the in the in the you know whatever with the, the soil of the AFC, mm-hmm. and they claimed it for their own. That being said, the AFC has been. I mean, who's been good in the AFC consistently over the last five years, other than the Buffalo Bills? Uh, that was it. Was the Buffalo That's Bills? It. And what do we? And we all know what the Buffalo Bills shortcomings are. Ass. There, there's a ton of them, right? So, when you break it down, Mahomes and, and the Chiefs, they've 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 had the ability to take advantage. Of this. Now, yes, they've gone now four Super Bowls in six years. Still impressive. Very impressive. Absolutely. It's very. It, listen, we all know how tough it is to get here. We sat here and saw, said it. Uh, two, three years ago, whatever it was with the Bills, after they blew that game with 13 seconds left, mm-hmm. and everybody's like, oh, you'll be back. They got the coach. They got the quarterback. No, motherfucker. There's no guarantees you'll be back in this league. No, no. Especially, we say that all the time. Now. We say it all the fucking time. There are no fucking guarantees in this league. You either you have one opportunity, and we'll get to Dan Campbell in a second. Yep. But what if, let's say, the Chiefs get beat in this game? And the 49ers win the rematch. Wait, what? And the, Mahomes, the first time they played? When they, was it this year? 2019. Oh, the Jimmy okay, Garoppolo okay, year. okay, 2019. Okay. Remember Jimmy Garoppolo missing yeah, Emmanuel yeah, yeah. Sanders wide open in Miami? Okay, so definitely revenge, gotcha. Yeah. Remember Paul and I watching that game, what was it, third and 17? When? The Chiefs, uh, the Chiefs, Chiefs Niners Super Bowl, third and 17, and Mahomes hit Tyreek Hill, and we just both looked at each other, we were like, God fucking damn it. Garoppolo, you suck. And then Garoppolo sucked ass because that's what Garoppolo does. Um, <laughs> handsome motherfucker, but terrible quarterback. Aladdin. You're a pretty ass motherfucker, but you suck dick, bro. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, sorry, dude. what you is it going to look bro. like if Mahomes gets to this Super Bowl and loses it? So now you're 2-2 two and two in Super Bowls. You've been to six straight AFC championships, four Super Bowls, and now you're 2-2. Two and two. According to ESPN, you are now... The greatest quarterback to ever play, if he retired tomorrow. I mean, yeah, dude. In the I mean, grand scheme of things, the last couple of years it's just been Patriots, Steelers, Ravens. What for the Super Bowl? I'm just saying, like in like the last like couple of years, like as like consistent teams that yeah. have been like very good. It's the been the, AFC, it's been like, the Bills, the Chiefs, was, Bills, Chiefs, Chiefs, Ravens. No, Bills, Chiefs, Ravens, uh, Bengals, it's uh, Pittsburgh. And, no, Bengals. Pittsburgh. No, but I'm just looking at like, the variety of shit. I'm seeing well, yeah, over the, the more last repeating 10 years. teams is what I'm saying. But, yeah, but I, I'm well, just yeah, I mean, it, saying, like. No, it's been, you have your flare-ups. You have your Jacksonville Jaguars. The, the, the Steelers the accidentally Bulls. accidentally got to that AFC championship against the Patriots with Le'Veon Bell and, and Antonio Brown. They were both, like, hurt or something and or bitched out. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Both. Juju was making TikToks, and, you know, during halftime. Yeah, and now he's doing it on my fucking team. Chiefs, yeah. Bengals, Baltimore, Broncos, I see. I'm just yes. saying. I just see like a lot of like similarities on as far as the AFC. Yeah, it's always the same like, five teams. Yeah. It's yeah. always the Ravens, the Colts, the Broncos, the Patriots, and the Steelers. Right, for the most part. And now the Chiefs. Yeah, entering like enter, a sixth player. Right. As far as like who makes like AFC playoffs, like who makes like those oh, I mean AFC oh, playoffs. I don't care about the playoffs. That's but that's what I'm saying. But like the consistent good teams in the AFC. Yeah, right. But that's but that's the thing. Those consistently good teams in the AFC. It's for the last five years. It's Buffalo and Kansas City. That's it. Like you're talking about contenders that could beat NFC teams. No, 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 no. I don't know. Just in the no AFC. I'm talking about just AFC, just, like just AFC. teams that are oh, just good. 
Like teams that are actually good enough. Like the Bengals, yes, because they when they had Burrow healthy and everything else, right, right, they right. went to a Super Bowl, lost it. They came close to getting back to another one, whatever. Like Joe Burrow's apparently Patrick Mahomes' kryptonite. You know, so <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's yeah. that. So strange. There's that going for him. I know. We needed him this year. Fuck. <laughs> we needed him so we bad need this year. <laughs> but, but in August, he got hurt, and then everyone downplayed that injury. And I was like, dude, that's like a six, seven-week injury. And everyone was like, echoing. no. And then they and then they 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 forced, they rushed them back. Someone says we're echoing, but we we echoing. <laughs> we rushed them. They rushed them back, and they were not good the whole season. They were average at best. And now that team's going to get dismantled, just like Buffalo has to get dismantled a little bit. And I'm going to be honest with you. And I know we're talking about the Super Bowl really quickly. I'm with Joey. 49ers were my pick regardless. I thought the Kansas City Chiefs were ever going to make the AFC Championship game this year. I think that the Chiefs kind of fell into the championship game because they had the battle of these games this year. And it was they were a much weaker team. I, I'm going to say it right now. And this is not prognication or wherever the fuck you want to say. I'm mean, trying to be a psychic, look into the future. I'm just telling you right now, the Chiefs are going to lose the Super Bowl. The 49ers are going to be the six-time Super Bowl champions. And then the Chiefs this offseason are going to have a very rough offseason. They're going to take a step back because all these teams we've seen Who it. do you think's leaving that's key in the in the Chiefs offseason this year? You might have coaches leave. You think Andy Reid's going to leave? Well, I, that, I'm, that's that's a big fish. I'm saying what if if, if they lose, Kelsey, Kelsey decides to retire. Yep. That is a major player on offense. That is, Chris that Jones. Is, that is, no, Chris Jones has just signed a big deal this last offseason. Did he come back? Oh, three years again? Another Something three? like yeah, that, yeah. Okay. But, you know, they need guys to step up big time. If you lose someone like Travis Kelsey, you're, you're fucked. Like, that, that's his blanket. Pacheco's not going anywhere. Kelsey's fine. Pacheco's great. I'm, Pacheco. I'm, I'm, I'm saying Pacheco, by the way. Fucking I, Pacheco. I don't give a shit what his name is. No, I'm saying Pacheco. No, he's not Portuguese. He's... He is Portuguese to me. No. Pacheco. <laughs> no, he, no, he's not, though. It's I know Pacheco. he's not Portuguese. I know. He's African-American. I get it. <laughs> but Whatever I will tell you this. Pacheco, Pacheco is very good. I like Rice, the wide receiver, as well. But Mahomes showed it this year. Mahomes, there's a crack in the armor. He was very flustered a lot of this year with throwing throwing the ball. So is it one of those things? Is like, is he making the receivers better, or does he need better talent around him? He had Tyreek Hill. He had uh, Travis still, Kelsey. But he's doing Go so good without Tyreek Hill. It's he's like... still a very good quarterback. Like No one's disregarding that. He's a great quarterback. But he has elite talent leaving him. That's a big that's a big hit. Look at the Patriots. 04. Gap to 07. Lost 07 Super Bowl. Lost the 2011 Super Bowl. Didn't win until 2014. There's a 10 year gap of Super Bowl wins in between then. And there's a lot of lost games in between them too. Eventually, people keep thinking, well, Mahomes has never not been contending. So history has shown me that he will always contend as long as he plays. Actually, it doesn't work that way. It's pretty funny. If you look at the entire depth chart on the Chiefs of the wide receivers. It's ass, dude. Sky Moore, Shy yeah, Smith. they're terrible. We know, we, yeah, we, like, we know. I'm just looking at the names, and I'm like, who the fuck is this guy throwing to? Well, and and that's yeah. why where the, that's Nicole where Hardman. and that's where people are starting to be like, well, this is Mahomes' greatest act to date, mm. and it's like, well, no, he's got a super solid defense, a super solid running game, a great offensive line. Oh, and Andy Reid and tight end, a great. I mean, tight do end. you remember? Do you remember who Donovan McNabb was throwing to for the majority of his career when he was going to NFC Championships for five straight years? Pinkin, Todd Pinkin. Pinkston, Pinkston, Freddie Mitchell, Pinkston. fucking. Oh my God. Freddie Mitchell. Uh, and who's the who's the third? Uh, th- uh, Greg Lewis. Greg Lewis. Uh, no, that was afterwards. Well, Thurston. That was? Thurston? Well, 
Thur- was it Thurston? Um, I thought it was Greg Lewis. Oh four. Look at the oh four. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Oh three. Look at the oh three Philadelphia Eagles. Well, you can basically look at the oh two to oh five Eagles. The same fucking team. James Thrash. No. James Thrash. That's he wasn't what it was. starting. Yeah, but he was the third wide receiver. I thought he was like fourth or fifth. Well, maybe he was fourth or fifth, but there was somebody else in there. I, was... I, I, want, I want to bet money it was Greg Lewis. Greg Lewis? No, Greg Lewis came later. Pinks and Thrash. They were up there. Yep. Yeah. Um, you got Pinks and Thrash. Fred, Ma- Fred X. Freddie Mitchell. Fred X. Brian fuck, we- and you had Brian, Brian Westbrook. Now. Like, they had they had really good talent Thrash, on that. Pinkson, Maury, Freddie Mitchell, Billy McMullen. And then Tight Greg end. Lu- and Greg Lewis. No, no, Billy McMullen was a wide receiver. Yeah, tight ends, LJ Smith, Chad Lewis, Corey Dickerson. Oh, Chad Lewis, that's what I was Corey saying. Dickerson, those are the tight ends. Yeah, no, Corey Dickerson did not. So Greg Lewis was what, a rookie in 03? Yeah, uh, yep, rook. Yep, yeah, okay, yep. so he's a rookie in 03. Nerd. Because yep. Greg Lewis ended up going on to, I believe, the Vikings with Favre in 09. Yeah. Because he was the one that made that ridiculous catch against the 49ers. Remember when Favre gunned it in the back of the end zone on the Hail Mary? And Greg Lewis it. got toe-tapped in the back. Yeah, vaguely. Now was, that you say it, I remember it. But it was I don't, fucking phenomenal I never catch. would have remembered that if you didn't say it. I yeah. would, like, like, it's like one of those things in the back of your mind. Oh, it's one of my favorite. God, was, that I was, wish I had more That was the throw more. and catch that birthed the Brett Favre Minnesota, like, Mm-hmm. That was what I think. I was like week three or four. That was the throw that was like because I think the Vikings everybody was like, yeah, we don't know how this is gonna go. And then Favre hit Greg Lewis and that touchdown, and that was it. And then like boom, they just like oh my away. god. Um, uh, we'll be opening up the phones shortly. Um, let's get some quick. Uh, let's move on. We'll move on from the Chiefs real quick. Um, and yes, there's whoever that was in the chat on Mixler. Uh, uh, ask uh, is the does the Mixler chat better now? Can can. Uh, your fiance confirm or deny that the Mixler feed sounds better? Let me check. He was not prepared for this question. It's like, I don't know, maybe. Well, he told me that she said it sounded like shit, and I think I fixed it, so I want to make sure. No deal. Because if the whole thing sounds echoey on Mixler, I'm going to be fucking pissed, because now that means the whole fucking... See, I want to see. Hold on. The whole feed's going to sound like shit now. For some reason, because it's double... I already know what it's doing. Like, it's picking up both signals... And broadcasting it through two so channels. Is it yes, it sounds better. Okay, thank oh, you. I was like, it's not, okay, I would do the Mario. Way yeah, I already know what it, I I know why it was. I know what it's doing. I just don't know why it's doing it. So uh, I, again, band aid fixes, but we'll figure it out tomorrow. It's not Pacheco. It's fucking Pacheco. <laughs> that, it's it, it, the guy's not Portuguese. It's not Pacheco. Okay, it's so Pacheco. now every time somebody's last name is Pimental, we'll call him Pimental. Pimental. Ooh, it's very fancy. It's French. It's Pimental. Pimental. Your last name is Palatroni. I mean, that's 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 so that's like not even like a gross misrepresentation of my last name. Like as far as like what it, how badly it's been when, butchered. When are the lines open? Uh, about ten minutes. We're gonna we're gonna talk. We're gonna hit quick on this Niners Detroit game because does it have to be quick? Because oh man, this was a game. Well, I want to get ten quality minutes in on this game. Okay. And then I want to open up the phones and let people call in and uh, and give their thoughts because there's a couple of people that are like actually like pretty rabid about it. Want to get in on this? So, um, the phones will be open. I promise. Uh, you, we, we will. Uh, oh wait, hold on. I want to do that, and I want to do that. Okay. Is the phone on? The phone is on. Okay. The phone is on. It's ready. It's ready to go. We'll. we'll uh, I'll let you know about when we're done. All right. So first and foremost, Dan Campbell. Mm-hmm. Let's start right there. Mm-hmm. 
Opts to kick the field goal at the end of the half. Mm-hmm. Take a 17-point lead. Doesn't opt to take the field goal to tie the game with <laughs> seven minutes to go. Right. Obviously, this caused a lot of controversy. Now, me personally, I would have taken the field goal to tie the game. And I would have said, all right, seven minutes to go, 0-0, zero, zero, who wants it more? We're biting kneecaps, we're, we're scrapping, we're fighting, whatever. Go get it, boys. His words. His words. I do not agree with the decision to not kick the field goal to tie the game. However, I'm going to play a little devil's advocate here. But also, I can, uh, I can see where Dan Campbell might have been coming from on this. And I feel like I'm one of the only people that actually sees it this way. And it's probably because I'm so much smarter than everybody else that I see it this way. And I'm just that much more elevated. And I have these moments of clarity where I'm like, ah, yes. I don't agree with you, sir, but I see your point. Mm-hmm. I'm kidding. Uh, I'm just saying. Oh, no. I know what you were getting at. Uh, no, no, I'm actually dead ass serious. I'm, I'm way smarter than most people. So it doesn't matter. Um <laughs> This is just how I show it. I don't show it in, like, written tests and GPAs. I'm like, nah, football, brother. Um, <laughs> just kidding. But seriously. Uh, the amount of Dan Campbell slander that I saw on my social media timeline on Sunday night, uh, was just it was absolutely fucking unacceptable. Unacceptable. I, I'm sorry. You, you can disagree with this man's decisions – to kick or not to kick, however you want to look at it, end of the half, tie the game, whatever. Mm-hmm. But the people that were coming out and say Dan Campbell needs to be fired. Crazy. Are abs- First of all, you're casuals. All right? Like, as soon as you say something like stupid like that, I just dismiss your opinion anyway. Yeah, you're an idiot. I'm like, I'm not engaging you. You, you clearly don't know football. You clearly don't know anything about what's going on. Built a hard-nosed team of players. You, you, you haven't watched the body of work. You just watched the NFC Championship game and a couple of primetime games throughout the season, maybe, if you're, if you're lucky. All right, piss off, man. Like, honestly, like, I, I really don't have time to waste on you. That being said, I'm going to justify Dan Campbell not kicking the field goal to tie it. Mm-hmm. So what was there like? Uh, was it seven minutes to go in the game? Yes, fourth quarter. Fourth quarter, seven minutes to go in the game. I think it was seven and change. Yeah, roughly. Between Somewhere seven in there. and eight minutes, absolutely. Yeah, Somewhere please. in there, seven and change, right? Dan Campbell ups. All right, we got fourth and four. What's one thing we've said all year about the Detroit Lions? They're ballsy. Not even that. But what is one thing I've said all year about the Detroit Lions? And I'm, I'm only asking you guys this because you do this show every Tuesday with me, and you should know the answer to this. The Detroit Lions have a Super Bowl-caliber offense. Yes. I've said this time and time and time and time and time again on this show. Ben Johnson has done They great. have a Super Bowl Gibbs, caliber offense. Their defense, it left a little bit for me to be desired, but it was could they be well. could be good enough, opportunistic enough. What? I was going to piss. I'll just wait for you to cuz you were going to ask us both. No, no, you're going to both ask you're going to ask us both the question or something. No, like I just so. did. Oh. And I answered it. Okay, bye. Good. Good. <laughs> no, you're good. Don't worry about it. You're good. Uh I got pee in my drink. Watch out for the... <laughs> you almost caught the microphone. He's like, it's a spinny chair of fun. But go ahead. No, no. Super Bowl caliber offense. They have ben a Super Johnson. Bowl caliber offense. Yes. Amon Ross St. Brown, Jameer Gibbs, Jared Goff. That offense, Laporta. David that Montgomery. Offense, that offense was capable of... That is... When you look at an offense and you say, this offense is capable of winning a championship, on paper, you look at it and you say, this is, this is it. They, they've got everything. 
They've got one. They got the two. They got the tight end. They got the double head. You know the 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 double headed running attack. They got the offensive line. They got the quarterback. And he, you know, weird. I don't know. Shit on golf. I, you know me. I've I been a golf. I've, I've been a golf fan his whole career. I haven't been a huge golf fan. I'm way more of a fan of his wife, but that's neither here nor there. Yeah, good for him. Ah, oh, she is. So, God, good for him. Jesus Christ. He's doing well. Christian Harper. Ah, lucky man that Jared Goff. Double double offenses. <laughs> he has great offenses all around. He got everything. It's all working for Jared Goff. That being said, I felt like the defense was a little bit suspect, but they were opportunistic and they could play well enough to keep them in games and get the offense a couple turnovers here and there and give them extra opportunities, so on and so forth. Correct. I felt like Detroit was a Super Bowl caliber win, uh, a team. When you come down to fourth down and four, seven minutes to go, all right, you jump out to a 17-point lead against the San Francisco 49ers in the NFC Championship mm-hmm. in their own building. Mm-hmm. The team that has been wildly hyped, widely considered the number one team in the league all season long by me, by you, by most everybody else. You know, there was that little three-game lull, that losing yes, streak they yes. had. And, you know, people were like, uh, do you still think the San Francisco 49ers are the most complete team in the league? I'm like, yeah. Yeah, when they get Debo and Brock Purdy back, yeah, I, I still think they're the best team in the league. I don't, I don't know what to tell you. Anybody who thought Detroit was going to go into San Francisco and boat race the Niners, uh, you just you really weren't paying attention. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you thought was going to happen, but that 17-point lead that the, the Lions built up, if you thought the Niners weren't going to be able to come back from that, I just don't know what, what, what NFL you've been watching all year. I, I really don't. Clearly not the same one we all have been. No. So that being league, said, yeah. when it gets to the fourth quarter, the Niners come back. They take the lead. They're up three. The Lions are driving. They got fourth and four. I think it was at their, their 28, the Niners' 28-yard line. Like They yeah. were well within field goal range. If I'm not mistaken, they're well within field goal range, even for Badgley, who's not been great this year. Right. He's been pretty, you know, hot and cold. The only justification I can see for Dan Campbell, and the only reason why I can see him going for it, is he's sitting there thinking, I've got a great fucking offense. We need four yards. Worst case scenario, right? We go, we convert this. We get five yards. We're down to the 23-yard line. We don't gain another yard on the next four plays. Or three plays. And we decide to kick it. You take two minutes off the clock. Just by getting that first down, you take two minutes off the clock. Now you're down to five minutes. Mm-hmm. Now you're making now you're making it a time time frame. So say like you get the fourth down, you go out, you kick the field goal anyway, tie game. All right now it's five minutes, or maybe more. Maybe you go out and get another first down. You run another ninety seconds off the clock. Now you're down to three minutes and thirty seconds left. Now you're putting an absolute fuck ton of pressure on Brock Purdy. And the 49ers to go down and get in field goal range and kick a field goal of their own. Yes. Right, right, right. Okay. I, and, and, and if I'm if I'm Dan Campbell, I'm telling my defense, tee the fuck off, man. Get home. Somebody get home. Do it. I don't mind that mindset. I don't mind that thing. But the problem is, is the execution, right? Mm-hmm. You got to execute the plays. Coaches coach, players play. Dan Campbell put all the faith that he had in the world. In his championship, in my opinion, and most, I think, people's opinions, championship caliber offense. Mm-hmm. To go out and get four yards yeah, in a must-get situation. I would assume that they would get that. I would, in this I, day and age. I'd, be, I'd take that bet. That, that was that the bet. run, though, wasn't it? 
I forget. <sighs> I think it was a run up the middle, and he only got like a yard and a half or something like that. No, yards. it was a pass that was incomplete to St. Brown, I believe. Was that? Yeah. I th- All right, yeah, hold on. I think you're right. It was a, it was an incomplete pass to St. Brown or, or, or somebody. Yeah. And it, and it was, was in the basket, and, too, and, wasn't and it? And Goff rolled out to his right, right? He rolled I think out. it was in the bread basket, yeah. too. It was there. It was the play to be made. Yep. He didn't make it. Just like the way the Colts died this year. Now, that being said, like, obviously right there, like, all right, now you've just conceded the lead. You've turned the ball over. You've given the Niners pretty decent field position, right, all right. things considered. Yeah, hell yeah. You've given a pretty decent field position. Seven minutes to go in the game. You know they're going to kill at least two minutes off this clock. Now and and then of course they don't stop them. I think the Niners go down and score another seven points, and then then basically you're down two scores with like three minutes to go, and it's like, well, fuck, now we're cooked. Mm-hmm. But to sit there, my point is to sit there and crucify Dan Campbell for that call to me is asinine. It to me is ridiculous, and this is one of those things I will go. I will go to to my fucking grave yeah. defending Dan Campbell on this yeah. because I see what he saw. He saw a San Francisco team with all the momentum, with all the fucking juice. He's trying to and he's sitting there going, fuck, if we can just get these four yards, we can really stem the tide of this game. We can stop this surge and not only you know, tie the game, but potentially take the lead. Right. Now imagine he goes down, they score seven. You know, they right, take right. they take three, four minutes off the clock. They go score seven with three right. minutes to go. Now it's like, all right, Brock Purdy, now we need a game-winning touchdown yeah, with three minutes yeah. to go in the NFC Championship game. Go. Let's go, Mr. Irrelevant. Irrelevant. Yeah. And I don't care I don't, I don't care if you're Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Pat Mahomes. I don't give a shit who you are. That's a tall order. Fuck yeah. I don't blame I don't Dan Campbell for I don't blame Campbell for doing any of that. I know damn well Shane Steichen would have done the same exact fucking thing because he loves to go for it on fourth. And you know what? I love that same kind of fucking, like, balls, that fortitude with fucking going for it. This is four-down territory every, you know what I mean? Like, there's something to be said about that that kind of, like, confidence. And I love not it's laying showing, down. It's showing, the, it's showing the confidence of your boys. And people it's, will say, well, you can't be that fucking arrogant and nah, stupid. But and, you know, like, and, 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 and you know what? You know what argument? And, and this is what the, argue, the, the argument that kills me is people like say, well, like, well, well, this is how they got there. They did this all year. And it's like, yeah, but, you know, you got to know when enough is enough and when to pull oh. it back. And it's like, ah. it's like, yeah, no, he wasn't pulling it back. He didn't know. It wasn't like enough is enough. He knew that the San Francisco, the avalanche was coming down the mountain. Yeah, the Lions died a spark. The, the Lions, they went come back with your shield or on, on it. it. The Lions the came Lions back on died it. A Spartan I, death. I would fucking run through a fucking wall for Dan Campbell yep. any goddamn fucking day of the week. And you know why? Because he made a fucking play call like that yep. in that situation. That's what I I'm love that kind of ball. It's hard to sit here and be like, I wouldn't have done that. I don't think you no, should have done I'm not that. Saying, I'm not saying no, I, I'm not saying you know I wouldn't have taken the, balls, the three. They went for it. And they came up short, but if they had fucking made it, Dan it Campbell would be the whole. If, he'd be the greatest fucking head coach in Lions history. Oh, he'd, he'd be probably the, win coach of the year. They, they'd he'd have the get, memes of Dan Campbell oh, uh, with Randy he, with his balls in the wheelbarrow. Yes, every exactly. all over the place. Think you know, of the flip side of it that had worked out. And I gotta tip my fucking hat to Campbell for bringing the now, Lions to their full first. disclosure. I'd have kicked the three. I I didn't think it. Now, I think even though Badgley's been, but here's the thing: 
if they if Badgley goes out there and fucking biffs the field goal, which he's been known to do this year, he's not been automatic by any stretch of the imagination. Then what are we doing? They're killing Dan Campbell for not going over. You had four yards to go. You couldn't scheme up one play to get four yards and keep this game alive. You had to trust the kicker that we all fucking know sucks. Like that's that would have been the narrative if he had missed that field goal. Now if he hits the field goal and they and the Niners still uh, still go down and find a way to win it, which I mean it was seven minutes to go. I have to believe the Niners would have found a way to put three on the board and then come out and do it. Like what are we? Are we really? Like, okay, cool. We're not killing Dan Campbell. We're killing uh, the defense. We're killing uh, 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 fucking Aaron Glenn. You know, we're killing the defensive coordinator. We're killing Anzalone. We're killing, you know, where was where was your first round pick? Fucking, uh, uh, what's his face? Big white boy. Um, your boy. Aiden Hutchinson. Aiden Hutchinson. Thank you. Yeah, I love that kid. Me too. I do love that kid. I do. I like him a lot. We're, you know, we're killing Aiden Hutchinson. Well, why couldn't you just get one sack on Brock Purdy? Bro, come on, it's Brock Purdy. Yeah, it's a lot to fucking. T- it's, it's a, a fucking lot. tall order to fucking. But know, the narrative would have been flipped so quickly. Yeah, it would have. And so easily, and it's so stupid. Because, and again, I would have taken the three. I would have said, "Fuck it, I'll take the zero-zero game with seven minutes to go." They had a couple three opportunities. But at that, who's to say he made them all? But at that, well, that's the thing. Badgley's not automatic. Maybe he got blocked and they fucking returned one for a touchdown. But Fuck. my only thing is with it. My only thing is is this: you know? if you're Dan Campbell, Who you're knows? on the sidelines. You're sensing the momentum here. You're feeling what's going on in this game. You understand that not, you had a 17-point lead at the half. You are now trailing by three. I'd ride for Campbell. You're now trailing by three. And just over a quarter and a half, you went from up 17 to down three. Dan Campbell made it proud to be a Lions player and a fan again. He brought the Lions back. He made He made the Lions. He he turned, he's the he's Lions taken the Lions from being a punchline. Owen 17. Yeah, but he brought the Lions to Owen be 16, something sorry. that, like, the Browns, wow, Sean, the you see Browns that? could never be. You made a mistake. I don't want to. He brought the I know, Lions. but I did it in the rear, the opposite way. But do you get that, though? <laughs> Dan Campbell I'm, and this Lions team right now, this whole year, this brought the Lions to something that, like, the Browns could never be. And that's resurrected. You, well, right. The, the Browns, Browns. The Browns are going to go back to being out of shit. You can't resurrect something that was never erected anyway. So fuck the Browns. Well, the Browns but were like, the Browns were erected but I once. But really, I really think 80s. that I really think that Dan Campbell and Jared Goff and Amase Brown and Gibbs and this whole entire and Hutchinson and this whole fucking team really brought a massive and I mean massive amount of fucking pride back to Detroit and the Lions. I really think Barry Sanders could sit there and be like, fuck yeah, that's my team. Like I can ride with them again. I think they're gonna be relevant hopefully for the next couple of years. So I really hope they are one last thing before we open up the phone lines. One last thing I wanted to comment on and and I feel like this is the most this is the realest shit I've ever heard out of a head coach mm-hmm. after a devastating loss. Yeah. Was when Dan Campbell came out and said this was our shot. We blew it because it's going to be twice as hard to get back here next year. Yeah, and he knows it. And he knows it. And I feel like in a weird way, if I'm like a team in the NFC, I'm going, fuck, they get it. So that means they're not going into next year riding on their laurels saying, hey, man, we got to the NFC Championship last year. Wasn't it hunky-dory? It was, it, yeah, that was swell. <laughs> and all we got to do is show up and we'll get back. No, I feel like that's already setting the tone for next year. 
And I really feel like, it, but that is the realest shit I've ever heard out of a head coach. Because what did we say about the Bills again after the 13 second game? You know the third, the final thirteen seconds in Kansas City. You know what did we say? Like, oh, the oh, you got the coach and the quarterback, you'll be fine. You know, we can sit here and say, oh, the Lions, you got a coach, you got the quarterback, you got the skill players, you got a good, you got good players. Go out this offseason, get better, you'll be fine. You'll be right back here next year. No, no, you won't. What do you think? Philly's going to sit on their fucking hands doing nothing? You think the Cowboys are going to sit on their hands and do fucking nothing? You think, uh, you, you, what, do you, what, do you, what do you think? The, the, the fucking Packers are gonna, just going to be like, eh. I mean, I know the no Packers aren't interested. I, I, know, I know the Packers aren't interested in winning Super Bowls, but that's not neither here nor there. You think the Vikings are just going to sit there and be like, yeah, you know what? We'll let the Lions have it. It's their time. Nope. Fuck that. You think the Seahawks, the Niners, the Rams? You, you said something really interesting that I didn't think about until you would you just said it, and you said, you know, he had a sense, he had a feeling on that sideline, and, and and I'm thinking about it, like, if I'm there, if I'm a player, I'm not. If I'm there, if I'm a player, if I'm behind Dan Campbell, you know, the guys talk, the guys, you know, you get a feeling of the emotion. Maybe there was that sense of the guys were, like, really down, like, of, of like, I can't believe they came back, I can't believe, and he's like, you know what, we need a jolt, we need to go out there, because yes. if we sco- if we get those four yards, our guys are gonna, like, the blood's gonna stop pumping. All of a sudden, they're gonna- like, oh, that's that. Like all of a sudden, the ears perk up. Exactly, and that, you know what? And that's good. And after, I'm glad you said that because I forgot that, and I know you would have loved that. It's refreshing to hear a coach not only say, "Hey, it's on me," but also say, "It's not easy to come back. This is not an easy challenge. This is very difficult." Yeah. We had someone in the AFC East who I fucking think is a putrid head coach come out and say, "We have a good team. We'll be back." Fucking. Right up my ass sideways when I hear guys say that. I'm like, McDaniel? Can't, can't stand that dude. He is a hard. No, no, it's McDaniel. Salah didn't even make the playoffs because his team sucks because all, all he does is worship Aaron Rodgers. And How Salah is not fired? The Jets are not throwing a, the, 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 the. The fact that the Jets are not backing up the Brinks truck to Bill Belichick's fucking Nantucket front door right Which now blows my mind. It's insane to me. They're like, we'll fire him tomorrow. Will you sign this contract? We'll fire him right now. Well, I think Bill <laughs> hate, absolutely hates the organization that much. He would never take and it. And Bill's going to. You know what Bill's going to do? He's going to take a year off. What, you watch. Well, you, no, someone already said. Someone said Bill and Saban have already talked about doing like college game day together. I was like, that's must watch TV every Saturday. I will day. tune into that. I will bang out every single Saturday during college football season they just should, for that. They should have a they should have a cool night for the show like Bama Boys, right? Shit like that. I will sacrifice Bama all the overtime boys. in the world to watch <laughs> but, that. But but, um, but yeah, though that really resonated with me because if you're right, if I'm a player, I'm a young player at that. Dan Campbell was great when he was the interim coach in Miami, and Miami said, no thanks, you're a former player, it's not going to work out. Mm -hmm. Imagine if Miami had done the right thing and kept Dan Campbell. They would have had a hard, gritty team in that area. And now he goes to Detroit, a team known for being a forever loser. He's taken... I, I don't think highly of Jared Goff. You always have. I was like, eh, he's, he's replaceable. I, I always like Goff. Turned, Goff. He do. turned Jared Goff into a legit contending quarterback. And Jared Goff this season had said, I debated my own career. When I got traded here, I was a throw-in to a trade. And he goes, I felt like the biggest piece of crap in the world. And Dan Campbell was like, you're not. Like, you're Jared Goff. You, you have a smoking hot wife. You're Jared Goff. Look what you did in college. Look who you are. Look at your pedigree. You can do this. And he goes, he gave me the confidence to, like, in myself again to play well. Right. 
Right. And it's it's really it's really endearing to hear guys talk like that about like coaches like like backing them up and being like right like with them like we're gonna be gritty. Everything you do, I'm gonna do. And he's like one of those like I'm never gonna ask you to do something that I wouldn't do myself kind of guys. Mm-hmm. And players love that. So yeah. I, I I really hope that the Lions do come back next year because I, it is a great story. The reason I, I and the reason that. I believe they will is because of what Campbell said in that post game presser. Because he said this was our shot and we blew it. And that's the, I mean, listen, that is the realest shit you're ever going to hear. Right. You know, coming, I mean, literally walking off the field after losing an NFC championship game that you had a 17 point halftime lead in and you walk off and he goes, we fucking blew it. It's going to be fucking twice as hard to get back here next year. This is going to be way harder. That is the realest shit I've ever heard out of a fucking coach in a post-game presser. And that, to me, right there, not only is is he right, yes, it is going to be twice as hard, but somehow, someway, I feel like that Lions team is going to be up to the task. Right, and look at the Bills teams. They always talk about, oh, we're trying to get back here. They haven't been back since. You know what I mean? It's been like two years since they've been back here. Well, no, they keep keep losing the divisional rounds. That's what I'm saying. They keep losing the fucking divisional They can't get to the NFC Championship. They can't get to it, dude. With Diggs and the stand in there, we'll be back. We'll be back. It's like, no, you fucking won't, dude. I'll tell you, Ben Johnson, the offensive coordinator, very highly touted to be a head coach. A lot of teams wanted him, especially the Washington Red Skins. They wanted him like that was their guy. My favorite right. my favorite tweet that I saw today was from like a, a Washington Redskins fan tweet uh Twitter account called the Washington Redskins. And it was like Ben Johnson turns down uh turns down the uh the Washington job because he says end quote because the name Commanders is gay. <laughs> and, like, because like, everybody wants the Redskins right. back. But, but, and I'm like, I fucking died laughing. I was like, I, I mean, I wish it was true. Well, it's not, but it would be wicked fucking funny if it was. a different name. The name is just lame. It's so lame, It's dude. awful. Just go back to being the Redskins, dude. But, like, can, for, can we, for one time in our fucking history, can we just keep tradition alive? But can you picture Dan Campbell on a conversation with Ben Johnson being like, yeah, I know you got some shit going on. But don't be a bitch. Come back and win something here. And Ben Johnson's like, I'll do it. <laughs> like, it just feels like Ben Johnson had no reason to go back besides, like, they have something to prove. And that's pretty yeah. cool to me when go- coaches are like, no, I'm going to pass money and leading my own team, and I'm going to stay here to try to do it. Like, that's kind of cool to me. Like, I appreciate that. I mean, I can appreciate it. I think it's stupid because you don't leave money on the table, but I also I can appreciate it. It's drive, though, man. It is. And, and you know. They're all, they're, all, they're all bought in still. Yeah. That's the first step in buying in. All right, boys, let's open up the phone line. 774-992-8702 is the phone number. Phone lines are now officially open if you want to give us a call. No one get your thoughts in. Uh, we've, we've covered a lot tonight. Uh, we're going to rapid fire these phone calls. we got about uh, 10 minutes, 12, 15 minutes left or so, and um, we'll, we'll get out of your hair and uh, leave it there. But if you want to give us a call, go ahead and do it now. Uh, in the meantime, we'll wrap up our thoughts here on this uh, or I guess we'll just we'll just do this. Nope. Joey Fats yeah. Radio, row one, seat one. What's happening? Yo. Oh, Durant. What's up, dog? What's going on? Bro, how'd you like that double overtime win for the Lakers and the Warriors the other night, dude? Pretty dope. That was awesome, man. It's just, uh, you know, we lost tonight, and uh, we're giving up a lot of points these last two games. Uh, oh, don't worry. Trade, defense. trade deadline's coming. Defense. Trade deadline's coming, baby. You know, you yeah, know, damn. Coming. We'll have to, yeah. we'll have to see what happens, man. It sucks because D'Lo's giving us some good points right now, good minutes, but yeah, but he ain't giving us shit on the defensive end, is he? No, he's not. Yeah, exactly. So. It's exactly what happened to us against Denver last year. 
You know, he he scored great in the playoffs all year up until the Denver series, and then he kind of fell off offensively, and he was a tremendous liability defensively. I say we D'Lo's got to be the AI. He's going to be the centerpiece of the trade, whatever yeah, it is. Yeah, I mean, essentially, I mean, we that was all we could get, you know, to get out of the Westbrook contract. And, you know, I just – I'm kind of done with the D'Lo experiment at this point. Oh, facts. Me too. I've been done with it. I like, Listen, I appreciate what he did for us last year leading up to the conference final. Um, but when he got to the conference yeah. final, I was all set. But anyway, uh, what did you what did you what did you call to talk about? Because I just completely hijacked your call. <laughs> nah, you're good, man. Um, I mean, you could definitely stay on topic with you know with the football. It's uh, you know, one there's only one game left. Uh, games are pretty crazy this weekend. Uh, I picked both games right. Um, uh, yeah, I did too. I went two and zero this weekend. Not me. Nope, not me. One uh, one. I didn't pick any. No, I I had Chiefs. Yeah, I mean, I was Chiefs I was listening to you guys earlier, and uh, you know, I think the Chiefs defense is a little better than you guys might give them credit for. I I mean, listen, don't get me wrong; they've been they've it's been good. very it's good. Carried them there they, because we know what their offense has been. It's been suspect. But they've been. How do I say this? Chiefs defense reminds me very much of like ah, who's a good comparison? Like the 9 Saints. Like they're they're bend don't break they're opportunistic they weren't great during the season but yeah they're not like you know they're not like 2015 Broncos 08 Steelers like they're not like a a team that's going to be remembered for their defensive prowess like they're good don't get me wrong but they're not like a, oh my god this defense is elite right yeah I mean Baltimore shot themselves in the foot a ton of times man not to mention like the refs kind of. The rest made a lot of questionable calls, a lot of questionable no calls. Um, the Chiefs were taunting, taunting them from from the beginning of the game when, uh, you know, they moved uh, Tucker's yeah, helmets. Yeah, Kelsey was yeah. chucking uh, Justin yeah, Tucker's they were kicking shit out of the way. from the beginning of the game, and it was like, you know, Baltimore was getting all these taunting penalties. That I taunting mean, if role needs the, to hey, go. If you look at the Zay Flowers one, Snead's holding on to his leg. He had to rip yeah, exactly. out. Exactly. Like, and that, you, know, you know what? I'm glad you brought that up because I meant to bring that up earlier and I completely forgot about it. Like we, yeah, we, he's we, holding his leg. Yeah, he's, he's, he's holding on to him. And, he, and he gets up and he's like, get the fuck get off, off me. me right. And then throws the ball in his face and the refs are like, oh, there it is. Oh, oh. Plus, any anything, you know, they're going to go the Chiefs way with it. Yeah, they want the Chiefs, bro. Well, we all know we, we all know we all know that we all know the Sean Smith the Sean Smith experiment worked out again. Um, really funny that that you mentioned that the whole Justin Tucker thing. I forgot all about this. And a satire website said, "Gone are the days of Peyton Manning and Tom Brady fighting with Terrell Suggs, Ray Lewis, and Ed Reed. Now we have Patrick Mahomes has beef, has beef with Justin Tucker and Travis Kelsey. You got the, you got the two laughing. biggest superstars on the Chiefs. <laughs> Fuck. Fucking like picking on the kicker for the other team. Yeah, yeah, straight no, bitches. Yeah, you're a bunch of fucking. <laughs> well, I want to chime in bro. on the on the Brady Mahomes thing also that you guys were talking about before because I mean. You can't really compare just yet. I mean, you know what I'm saying? You're comparing six years to 20 years. I mean, it's apples and oranges, really. Um, but I do think when it's all said and done, I believe Mahomes will be better than Brady. The numbers will all be broken, and I believe – I mean, the numbers are going to be broken, absolutely. It's going to suck, but I believe he's going to have six or seven rings as well. Not, a, not a chance. Uh, it's. I mean, that's easier said than done. I mean, if you lose in the Super Bowl, he's 2-2 two and two in the Super Bowl now – and like remember when Brady was like had lost like 
two Super Bowls or three Super Bowls that he lost. And he's like, well, he could never be better than Montana because Montana was undefeated in the Super Bowl. I mean, the narrative's going to change over time always. But what ESPN was specifically running this past week was six years of Brady against six years of Manning against six years of Mahomes. And Mahomes, based on the first six years of all of those players. Oh, he's way more successful than all, all of them. Well, yes, except for Brady. No, no, he was more successful than than stats wise than Brady as well. well. Yeah, but stats don't. That's I what don't, they're going with. I don't care about stats. I'm not comparing Mahomes' stats to Brady or Manning's stats because Brady and Manning played in an era of football where football was actually football, where defenses could actually play defense. Like, I'm sorry, but the defenses Mahomes is going up against right now. If Manning and Brady came into the league tomorrow, like this would be it'd be a wrap, yeah. dude. Like we wouldn't Same even thing be talking about with that. basketball talk too. You know when you talk back in the day versus now, it's just it's the same thing. But there are certain guys that can transcend eras. Like for example, like LeBron and Kobe, they could survive in the eighties, no problem. And I know people will say, "What do you mean LeBron could survive in the eighties? He's he a flop could. artist." Are you kidding me, dude? Oh my God, he's, he's a six mountain. foot nine, two hundred eighty pounds. Yeah, he's gonna he's survive fine huge. in the eighties. He's gonna fuck oh, shit up he, in the eighties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Imagine the leash off of a man like LeBron and yeah. tell me he's not gonna survive in the eighties. Le- imagine LeBron being able to be like just like uncorked. <laughs> And yeah. be like, hey, LeBron, yeah. use every physical fiber right, in your right, body right. to go dominate this oh, game. LeBron like, couldn't survive the 80s. Yeah. Which is a joke. I mean, for me, Pat Mahomes just has done things at the quarterback position that I just really haven't seen. I mean, it's just, you know, I'm not even talking rings or the stats or none of that. Just, he just passes the eye test. Same thing I said with Stroud coming out of the draft. He just yeah, know, Mahomes is listen. Mahomes test, is good, but he's not. He, Mahomes is Mahomes hasn't done shit that I ain't seen Brett Favre do, or Aaron Rodgers, or Michael Vick. Like he's not he's not doing anything I haven't seen before. He's doing it I mean, on a consistent pin, basis. He's pretty pinpoint on his accuracy. I mean, you watch yeah, Lamar, you know, and, and Lamar was just not accurate. You know, he's throwing down the field and he's just overthrowing his guys. Well, I'm not putting Lamar in the same category yeah, no. as Mahomes ever. Lamar, no, to me, no, is a running back that throws a football. I was just referring to the game. I mean, you're watching Mahomes, and, and you know, he's pinpoint on his accuracy. And yeah, but he was so pinpoint, he got shut out in the second half. Like, couldn't even get in field goal range. Like, I mean, what are we, what are we really talking about? Like, we're, we're sitting yeah, here praising bro, I mean, Mahomes. And, like, I mean, if they tie it, though, I mean, I'm sure the Chiefs play it a lot different down the stretch. So, I mean, you know maybe, I mean? sure, but I don't know. Like, I feel like that, that Andy Reid – does the same thing that like Mike Shanahan used to do and Bill Walsh and it all comes from that Bill Walsh tree they script those first 15 plays and they're absolutely perfect and they can jump out to a 14 nothing lead and then boom the game is theirs and they can control it from there same thing that that's exactly what the Chiefs did on Sunday they jumped out to that 14 point or you know whatever 14 it was 14 17 7 lead at the half and then boom that was it the, 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 then the Ravens were completely taken out of their game plan they had nothing Lamar looked terrible. They ran the ball sixteen so times. Eight of those times were with Lamar Jackson. Like that's not a formula for winning if you're the Baltimore Ravens. And yeah. you know, credit. I just think. I mean, I give I credit to the Chiefs because they put the Ravens in that position. But all the Ravens did. John Harbaugh did this, and he's done it. He did it a million times against the Patriots over the years. You look across the field, you see Bill Belichick and Tom Brady, and what do teams do? They piss down their fucking leg. And they completely get away from everything they're supposed. They, they they've done that's got them there. Their bread and butter, all their good yep. shit. And it's just the same. It's the same shit. And and you know what? Hey, yeah. listen. Props to the Chiefs. Good for them. 
They're 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 taking advantage of a very weak yeah, AFC right now. Defense. Credit to the defense, man. I mean, you know, I mean, I called it. I said, you know, this could be one of those games because we've seen good Lamar and we've seen bad Lamar. And I said, this could it's probably going to be one of those games. Oh, I was banking on bad Lamar. I bet on it. <laughs> I put I mean, money on it. Just you know? in position. Guys were just in position. And, uh, you know, I credit the, you know, Chiefs defense pretty heavily in that game for sure. I mean, listen, give Steve Spagnuolo all the credit in the world. Because he did every, he did exactly what the entire world knew he was going to do, except for three people that needed to know what he was going to do, which happened to be John Harbaugh, Todd Munkin, and Lamar Jackson. Facts. Yeah, I mean, with that being said, I, I, I'm picking the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl, and it's going to suck. Mahomes going to get his third. Unfortunately, I don't think Durant's wrong. I'm going. I mean, I, did I pick the Niners in August? Listen, I'm picking the Niners now. No, 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 to I, the Chiefs. I, I honestly think. I honestly think Durant's right. I think the Chiefs are going to win it. I want the Niners to win. I mean, cool. You can be I, wrong all you want. It's fine. I 100% want the Niners to win it. But, but I, I mean, think listen, the Chiefs I, are going to win, I, I think the entire country wants the Niners to win I'm it. I'm not trying to pull that, like, reverse <laughs> psychology yeah. bullshit. And, and I'm not like, going to say they can't, but... Like, oh, I, you know, I'm going to reverse psychology. I don't want... I'm not doing that. I just... I've seen this fucking game play out before. Mahomes is just so relaxed, so calm. The way he... Puts together his offense and commands it. He's just, yeah, there's a reason why he's won two already. There's I don't. I, honestly, why, I don't. Know, I don't think the Chiefs' defense is going to have an answer for the really Niners' offense. Unless you're giving Kyle Shanahan two weeks to scheme with Christian McCaffrey, Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, George Kittle. The Chiefs' defense has not seen an offense like that. Like this. He's gonna George Kittle is playing himself. lights out. George Kittle is playing like he was three years ago. His blocking is impeccable. I'm telling you right he's now, bro. Stuff out of the back is this is Niners. This is Niners by double digits all day. No, he's gonna out scheme himself. He's gonna outplay himself. He's gonna psych himself out, just like every other fucking. Nope. team that we... Nope. Shanahan's not going to do it. You know why? Yeah, he is. Because you know who his dad is? Mike Shanahan. You know yeah. who the one guy who looked across the field and saw Tom Brady and Bill Belichick and didn't piss down his fucking leg was? Kyle Shanahan's dad. Well, there was two. Tom Coughlin. Tom Coughlin, fuck shit. <laughs> I saw Tom Coughlin, Fair. I was like, fuck! But he was blessed with the... But he was blessed with the... With the uh, Rosacea? The, the tuna. No, the big tuna. He was blessed with rosacea. No, he was blessed with the tuna. He was blessed with the Parcells <laughs> oh blood. He was blessed with that Parcells blood. It yes, was, it was like, yeah, but back, that's what yes. it was like Obi-Wan and like, I don't know, some kind of Star Wars reference I can't think of right now, but like, whatever. Like, Qui-Gon Jinn and Obi-Wan? Hey, sure. I don't know. Whatever. But I'm just, the Giants and Patriots, obviously. Yeah, no, I know like, what you're referring Coughlin to. Coughlin was able to get in balance. But I just think that like, I think... Even though Shanahan has a better team than he did the last time he went up against the Chiefs, I just think he's going to psych himself out and just overcoach. Then you don't know Kyle. Then you don't know Kyle Shanahan. He's going to overcoach himself. He's going to coach. You don't know Kyle Shanahan. I'll tell you right now. He's going to Dan Quinn it, Paul. If that, if that, Dan Quinn it, Paul. If that happens, I will come on the show. Ten bucks, the Chiefs win. Hey, phrasing, phrasing. All right, fine. Just we, straight up, ten bucks. 10 we don't, we don't have to bet I money. We, the deciding factor is going to be Brock. It's Brock Purdy versus the Chiefs defense. What, what's what's he going to do in this game? A, a Jersey you know? Mike he's, sub. He's the, done great. <laughs> what's Brock Purdy <laughs> done against every defense he's played this year? He's done great. Oh, and I love Brock Purdy. I'm I mean, a he, massive he Purdy fan. He threw four picks versus Baltimore, and the yeah. Chiefs yeah, just oh, took so, care of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not playing Baltimore. Right. 
Like I don't, and I don't care what he did three, five weeks ago, six weeks ago against Baltimore. It doesn't matter. Every single Super Bowl winning team has that one flop of a game. He was, look at the look at the Patriots in 04 against Brady Miami. Throw mad picks against uh, when he was on that one. No, on Tampa. Uh, last year he did. Yeah, uh, yeah, against he, the Bears. Yeah, he still won. Yeah, yeah. like I mean, it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't it, matter. It happens. It happens. It doesn't matter. That, that what happened six, seven weeks ago doesn't mean shit. I don't. I don't think it's going to be a blowout one way or the other. I think it's I think it's Niners by double digits. I I my final score in my head was 27-17 49ers. I'll tell you what. I think the Niners break 30 in this game. I'll tell you what right now. If Brock Purdy walks into this Super Bowl and he ends up beating the Kansas City Chiefs in the Super Bowl, that motherfucker has the biggest balls of fucking steel I probably have fucking Paul, seen. He was down out of 17. any quarterback. I know, dude, but you're talking about the biggest game yeah. in the world. Okay, in the world. Yes. This is the one single biggest game yes. in the world. Yeah. And he's going against a very seasoned, very vetted fucking Kansas City Chiefs fucking offense, defense, whatever you want to name it. If Brock Purdy comes out and wins this fucking game, that dude has the biggest balls I have ever fucking seen in my life. Period. Cool. All right, Durant. We'll uh, we'll talk to you. Uh, we'll talk to you next Tuesday night. We'll get our official predictions next Tuesday. PUBG, two hours. Ooh, and uh, we'll go from there. All right. All right, brother. And uh, steak night too. We gotta. We yeah, gotta we gotta that figure that out. I gotta. Yeah, uh, I'm rounds. going to Daytona in in, in two weeks. And when, so when I get back from Daytona, we'll figure it out. Sounds good, brother. All right, homie. All right, man. Take All right, but we'll talk to you Adios. next week. Later, bro. 774-992-8702. If you want to get your final thoughts in on the air, we got a couple minutes left. Uh, we are going to put a happy red bow on this. Absolutely. Good. One thing I got to – we gotta, we, we have to talk about right. this real quick, too, because I just realized this. Um, Super Bowl is Sunday. Yeah. Obviously. <laughs> Obviously. Uh, I leave Tuesday at the ass crack of dawn for Daytona. Yeah. Do we do a show Monday? Uh, We can. We could. We'll figure it out. Joey Fast Radio, roll one, seat one. Yo, this is Rashad. What's up, man? Rashad, what's happening, baby? What a good. Not shit, not shit, just chilling. So you remember me and you, we got into like an exchange probably like a couple months ago when I guess we disagreed about Russell Wilson and the Broncos. We're both mutual Bronco fans. Oh, all right. So you, you're, the, you're the guy from Texas. Yeah, I'm the guy from Texas. Yeah, yeah, Where yeah. Whereabouts in Texas are you from? Oh, man. So I and the crazy thing is, so I'm born and raised in Denver, Colorado. I moved to Texas because of my dad's job, and then our dad's job relocated us again, and now we're in Atlanta. But I was oh, in like Dallas. Oh, Atlanta. Texas. God damn. All right, because I'm, 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 I'm only asking because I was born in Houston, so I'm partial to everything Texas. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've been in Texas for like seven years, bro. I feel like a Texan, man. I, I feel acclimated to this shit already. Boy. I mean, H-Town don't play around, baby. You know how it is. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Y'all, y'all city live for sure, for sure. <laughs> but yeah, bro. Um, I remember like I-, I was saying that we should probably make a trade for like Justin Fields if he's there, and that you're like that is like the worst thing we could possibly do. I, and I, I'm like, I don't see that. I you, don't know. You and I remember this exchange, and we kind of went back and forth on Twitter about this for a little bit. I remember this now. 
Um, yeah. And my only reason is the reason why I don't want Justin Fields is because I want Russ out. I want Bo Nix or JJ McCarthy or uh, or Drake May or or somebody. Jaden Daniels. Jaden Daniels. Like uh, any one of the the, the top five. Anybody Ooh. but Caleb Williams, really. Uh, any right. one of those top four except Caleb Williams. I want nothing to do with Caleb Williams. And I'm all for – I would much rather use that draft capital. Like, I'd much rather just go out and, like, sign Drew Locke to come oh. back. Jesus Christ. And be, like, com- go compete with Bo Nicks for the starting job. You love Drew Locke. I, I, listen, I, you love I mean, that because... would be ideal if that nigga could come back. But I just feel <laughs> like, bro, honestly, through the through the pipe, like, you see – you hear the trade rumors. Like, you know who's really going to come to Denver. And it's really the guy we should have drafted in 2018. And that's Sam Darnold. And, and I know people are going to, like, look up and down mm, crazy. I mean, I I, listen, Sam I wouldn't Darnold, hate I that. Is he still in Carolina? Listen, if we, no. if we go out listen, if we go out and sign Please. Sam Darnold and we draft a, a, a rookie, I am 100% on board with that. 100%. I, I, like, I like that. I can agree with that. Okay, I, I, like, I that. like it. The you only thing I don't – the, the like reason why – But the reason why I don't want Justin Fields, and I want to explain this because – it, 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 your shit gets lost in translation on Twitter because you only get so many characters, and I'm still, I'm not refusing to pay the eight bucks, but I'm refusing to pay the eight bucks. Right. So, <laughs> the reason why I don't want Justin Fields is because Justin Fields falls into that same category as a Lamar Jackson, yeah. a Tim Tebow, uh, you know, some of these these underdeveloped quarterbacks. Where they're, we, we talked about it earlier in the show. I don't know if you if you caught it or not. They're sight throwers. Right, they're not Sean Payton type guys. Sean Payton, his offense is predicated completely on anticipation and knowing when guys are going to come open. It's timing, it's route running, it's 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 perfection. Justin Fields is great for that. Like, break out the pocket, make a play, make a guy miss. You know, zing it. You know, quarter arm, side arm. You know, forty yards on a frozen rope, and and sna- you know, stab a guy in the chest with a football, He's a and that's all fine and well. But I've been watching all that shit with and you, and I know this better than anybody because we watched every single Broncos game this year. We watched Russell Wilson do that. That's not Sean Payton's offense. That shit ain't gonna fly over here, right? And that's why I just felt like Justin Fields would just be a tremendous waste of assets, time, you know, effort. Like, just he's he's never gonna fit that Sean Payton mold. Which is, you know, we want the guy that's going to throw 65, 70% completion. We want the, you know, we, I, I want the slant god. Like, I want to see Cortland Sutton and Jerry Judy just catching, like, six-yard slants and taking them to the crib. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, we and, have and the team. We, yeah. we, we have the personnel on this offense to make it work. We just don't have the right trigger, man. And I love Russ. If, and I know you're probably new to the show because we, we only got introduced to each other a couple months ago. But, like, if you know me, if you knew me before this year – Sean and Paul will 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 back me up on this. I was pounding this death, saying, "Give me Russ or give me death." Yeah, I know. For was, years, yeah. I dude, wanted Russell Wilson in the worst day, dude. way, dude. Like from 2019, yeah. when those rumors first started that him and Pete Carroll were having issues. That I was started like, with you want Aaron Rodgers send him, the trade. Well, I, of course, way. I wanted Aaron Rodgers, but and then it was, well, of course, then it was, yeah. then it was Russell Wilson. But right, no, I'm I was saying. pounding the death, saying, "Give me Russ or give me death." That was oh. my mantra for three, four yep. years. And we finally get him, and Nate, Nathaniel Hackett just drove us into the ground. We all know that went. And then this year, even though Russ played pretty fucking well. Offensively, yes, absolutely. You know, statistically, 
if you watched the game, Rashad, I know you did because I know you know because you cited shit on Twitter, which is hard to do. But I picked up on it because you were putting it down and I was picking up what you were putting down. You watched mm-hmm. the games. You know. Russ ain't the dude. And yeah. I thought Russ was the dude and I wanted Russ to be the dude until the Patriots game. And that's when I decided that Russ is no I think I actually I think I tweeted at you and I said I conceded. I was like, You're right, Russ ain't the dude. No, you would be lucky to yep. get Bo Nicks. And yep. and I that was, was that. I and was it, so mad we won that game. Sean is a diehard Patriots fan. Sean's a Patriots fan. We won that game, and I was like, what? "I was like, what the fuck are you doing to me, guys?" <laughs> he, he was pissed. I was really? pissed. We lost it. <laughs> yeah, the draft capital. What are we gonna do with an extra win? It's like, oh great, Merry Christmas to me. Now we're now picking third yeah, instead true. of second. Yes, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but and, yeah. And my thing is this, man. Like, and I wanted Russ to pan out too. I mean. Because me, I, I'm a new fan. Um, I started watching football in 2012, so it's like what 12 years now. Shit! So um, you came right in. A, so you came right in with Peyton. Damn, you came in a good exactly, time. That's a good exactly. time. Yeah. So you saw, you saw, you saw the goat do it in Denver. Yeah. Yep, yep. So I'm spoiled, dude. But this, these last eight years, it's just been grueling, and. I remember being a. I remember that era when I thought that Russell Wilson was a huge game manager. I always thought he had hella talent, but I felt like you know Pete Carroll's system, the Legion of Boom, the run game, Percy Harvin, it, you got Tyler Lockett, you got all these elite players. I, I just felt like you know Russ, like he's great, but can he transcend and make everyone better around him? And coming into Denver, you know Nathaniel Hackett was brought in to kind of be like a glorified babysitter for, you know, to install like a, you know, familiar offense for Aaron Rodgers. Of course that didn't happen. So now we were put in with Russ and then someone who ends in competition at Daniel Hackett. Russ never got a fair shake. We bring in someone like Sean Payton and, you know, he wants a system to be one way. Like he wants the quarterbacks, like you said, fire on a laser, anticipate all this stuff. But Russ wasn't that guy. We start out what zero and four. What was it? Zero and four. One and uh, one and one and four. I think we were in the yeah, first five. One and four. Yeah. One and four. So it's like once Sean Payton kind of got it together, like okay, like this is what Russ can do. We started kind of moving the pocket a little bit. We started to kind of do the stuff that Russ liked. We started to go back to the run game, incorporate McLaughlin, Javante. And we start to run off the play action. Mm-hmm. That's when you kind of start to see Russ of yesteryear, the the MVP Russ, the Russ that we know and love. And that's where I feel like the game is shifting, regardless of we have Russ or not. Like we need to have a, a dude that can make plays when the the when the receivers are locked up. Because I love Portland Sutton. I love Jerry Judy. Jerry Judy has a drop problem. Cortland Sutton, all of his highlight plays, he's mainly draped in coverage. He doesn't have a lot of separation. Like, these guys don't get open mm-hmm. like we think. Our best play, our most explosive player was a rookie, Marvin Mims. Yeah, absolutely. That, that's just a goddamn truth. Sean, Other than Sean that, loved like, him to Marvin Mims. Hit or miss. You say what? No, I'm, a, I'm a big draft guy, so when, 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 the, when the Broncos took on Marvin Mims, I'm like, oh, you're going to love him. Like that's just uh, oh yeah, and he was and he was yeah, he was yeah. a tremendous bright spot for us this year. I was actually texting our group chat like two like two wide receivers at the uh, Senior Bowl today. I'm like, both these guys are going to be good in the NFL. You yeah. know what I mean? 
Yeah, yeah, hell yeah. Sean's our Sean's our go-to draft guy. The NFL. Okay, all right. Who's your college team? Just out of curiosity. Oh man, because because and that's another interesting thing because my dad's job also moved us out to California for a couple years, and I had like the pleasure I think in 2015 to see USC play in the Holiday okay. Bowl. Yep. Oh my God! I, ever since then, I fell in love with USC. I mean, um, I can't that even was like Juju Smith, huh? Yep, I can't be mad about USC. I like USC. I'm hell a yeah, I'm a, yeah, I'm a Miami guy. I'm a U guy. So you know, but Paul Paul's an Oregon guy. So he, yeah, he can take I'm, it or leave a it. Duck, I'm a Ducks fan, bro. So <laughs> Sean could care less. Oh, okay, oh man, yeah. rivals, rivals. Yeah, yeah. I'm not a college guy at all. I just watch all of it. I don't have a team. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna sit here and be like, oh yeah, I'm. But I love. I, I do there. love. I do love me some USC though. The Trojans, dude. They got just such a love, so many good players. I mean, yeah, USC. I mean, it's one of those. It's one of those. You know, flagship teams for the for college. To, yeah, they're a blue chip. Of course, bro. they're a blue chip. But so, so wait, they always wait. get those TV rights. They so Rashad, so you're in, so you're in, you're in ATL right now. Yeah, you're in Atlanta. So you come from Texas, right. Texas, California, Atlanta. Born in Colorado. Uh, I'm gonna guess your dad's military. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So easy, easy guess there. He likes big uh, X to plug. Easy. Yep. And uh, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> you gotta like big X to plug. I mean, uh, oh, for, oh, for sure. Fuck yeah. Uh, yeah, right. yeah, that's, uh, yeah, yeah. Big X Yeah, that's that dude, bro. <laughs> Hell yeah. So yeah, we're we're kind of Paul. Paul's a big hip hop head. I I love. Don't I, put me on that shit because I I've been out of practice for a little. While. I, I love I love I love hip hop. Paul is like Paul. No, he'll 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 be bashful <laughs> about it. Paul is like a hip hop connoisseur. Like he can tell you like who was beefing with who back in like oh six. Yeah, that was a wild. You know what I mean? Like I've lost. Touch with <laughs> yeah. Shit, okay. Okay. He, yeah. He's got some dumb like like we're, we're sitting we're, we're playing golf one day right and I'm listening to this song I'm like who the fuck is this and he's like. MC Search and I'm like who the fuck is MC Search and he just looks at me like I got 12 heads he's like the guy who fucking put Nas on and I'm like yeah no idea dude and next thing you know I'm going through like all MC Search's catalog my next day on my way to work the next day and I'm like yo this is fucking dope dude yeah, yeah, how'd you even know this uh, this is an OG okay dope yeah right. so he, well he's my little brother so He's been listening to this shit under my nose. Like all, we we shared a room for what ten years. Yeah, so much. You know what I mean? When we were yeah, kids, yeah, yeah. and and he's been listening to all this shit under my nose, and I never knew about it. It's just it's fucking crazy. I but. went the hip hop route. Joey went the metal route. You know what I mean? Whatever. And then yeah, and then we kind of met in the middle. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Got a little bit of variety. Okay. Okay. Yeah, hell yeah. Man yeah. of culture. Yeah. yeah. Man of culture. <laughs> we try to be anyway. We try, but hey, boys, uh, <laughs> Rashad, who you got? The, who you who you like in the Super Bowl? Man, I know uh, this is tough for you because I know it's tough. Yeah, be, it, it's tough, man. I, know this, I, I can't believe the effing Chiefs are back at it again. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I, I'm honestly gonna go with what you. I like what you said. I like your breakdown. I think that the Niners have a chance, if any chance is this year, you got to go. really get it done and win by maybe. Maybe I don't think it's gonna be double digits. I think it's gonna be a close game. Their defense, if they can get after it, I think McDuffie and Sneed are very tenacious and they can definitely lock up on the perimeter. Um, you know, they're gonna have to the only thing bad about the Chiefs defense is their rush defense. They're twenty seventh they're twenty seventh in the league. Christian mm-hmm. McCaffrey is the best running back in football. Facts. Arguably, should be in. Facts, he really bro. should be the MVP of this league, if yeah. you ask me. Oh, but yeah. yeah, 
yeah, it could be a problem for yeah, them. McCaffrey so runs like a brother. He does. Rashad, yeah, Rashad, you are you are fucking spitting right yep. now, brother. Yep. I love it. I love it because that's exactly what I'm looking at, dude. I'm looking at this Chiefs defense, and I like. I know they're second overall. You know they're second in the league in points points allowed. I know they got the takeaways. They, to me, they just they strike me as like the 09 Saints. Like they're a very bend yeah. don't break. They got soft spots, and if you can hit them right, you can break them. But they're they're just they they're predicated. Their whole defense Hold is predicated on takeaways. Hold you know what I mean? Make yep. you know what I mean? Getting those opportunistic takeaways and giving it back to Mahomes and letting them score. Listen, I, I I'm I'm with you, brother. I think that I think the Niners are going to run the ball. I think Kyle Shanahan is looking at this Chiefs defense and he's sizing them up and he's going, Chris Jones, you ain't going to hear his name. And uh, right. and also not not uh, uh, menu uh, what's it uh, Oma 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 you or whatever that kid's name is there the D- Chiefs uh, defensive lineman yeah, yeah, yeah. he's out torn ACL yeah. which I is a big that. hit I did big see that. hit yep so I tell you what though Chris Jones was a beast against Baltimore. Chris Jones is a Hall of Famer you bro watch out for that motherfucker Chris Jones is a Hall of Famer monster bro if uh, they if they can call some like exotic type pressures because they also have some fast ass linebackers like Bolton and. Uh, Yep. Forget the other dude's name. Like their linebackers on on the inside, if they can get some type of exotic pressure on, they can like corral down a Brock Purdy. But you know, it, it's gonna be contingent on can you stay in your rush lanes and can you get the pressure needed? Because if you let Brock Purdy just sit back and just decipher, like he's gonna be picking part. He's gonna pick you apart all day with a short intermediate game. Eventually, you can climb up and throw the deep throw as he's displayed these last two weeks. And that's that but, Shanahan yeah. offense, baby. I mean, I grew up watching exactly. Mike Shanahan in Denver, and I grew up watching. You know, I mean, I remember Jake Plummer being able to pick guys apart, running this basically. And I, I watch the Niners now, and I just look at it and I'm just like, damn man, like I see like Ashley Lee and Rod Smith. You know what I mean? I see Tatum Bell yeah. and Mike Anderson, and I'm like, oh shit! I see Clinton Portis. You know what I mean? Like I see all these like mm-hmm. these these same similar plays and formations, and I'm like, and that's why it's so it's so familiar to me, and it's so like kind of like I'm like, oh shit! Like this is, uh, it's like I'm watching. It's like I'm in a time warp. Sometimes you know what right. I mean when I, when I see these formations, the way these plays are run. My biggest thing, and I'm looking for this in the Super Bowl, my number one play that I want to see the Niners run: the fullback fake halfback toss. Where they fake it yep. to the they fake it to the fullback going left, they pitch it out to the halfback going right. And the whole defense goes left with the fullback. Boom, halfback goes right. Big they, play. They do have Hufanga. I'm thinking I'm like he's yeah, hurt. Hufanga's hurt. He's, hurt. he's out. Oh, but that's that's where I, that's where I'm at. I'm with you, Rashad, man. And uh, hey, listen, man. I want to say thank you for the call, brother. I know you've been uh, we've been back and forth on Twitter now for probably like two months. And uh, you've been saying you're going to call in. You called in. You held you you held up your end of the bargain, man. I appreciate the shit out of that. Yeah, drop your Twitter handle. Oh, for sure, for sure. Oh, yeah, I'm going to be back, bro. I'll fuck with y'all. This is a chill-ass show. Yeah. I mean, I really wanted to pop out a long time ago. I, I've been moving, of course, bro. But now I'm settled into this shit. Like, hell yeah. Like, I'm going to lock in with y'all some more. Dude, Listen, bro, man. We got Tuesdays, dog. <laughs> Every Tuesday night, we'll be here like 845. We'll be live. You know what I mean? We are, we're on Facebook. Uh Working on Eastern. some other working on some other shit, too. So, uh, keep, you know, stay in touch, man. We appreciate you. All right, bet. Y'all stay up. All right, All right brother. Bro. Thank you, man. Appreciate you, buddy. Thanks Have a good night. Bud. You too. Love it, man. We got people calling in from all over the country now. Yeah. This is this is what I'm talking about. This Our is this solid, is solid ass knowledge. And listen, but yo, my boy knows what he's bro. talking yeah, about. Yeah, that was solid and call. Bro. Here's the thing. It, it's funny because me and him, we were we were we 
We went at it. We started like beefing. So he said he was a he's a Denver fan. Yeah, he's a, he's a Broncos oh, fan. And him and I yeah, him yeah. and I ended up in in some Twitter thread. Yeah. And we started like beefing with each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Over like <laughs> what direction to go in. Right. And and then he was like, and we both as we started like talking to each other, we were like. All right, this kid knows what he's talking about. He's, yeah. he's all right. Yeah, he, oh, and he said the same man. thing. He was like, you know, he's like, nah, man, you know ball. He's like, you're all right. And I was like, yeah, yeah I can tell you ain't you ain't so no. He's over in Hotlander right now, calling up. Damn, bro, we appreciate but, the call, man. That's but great. yeah, man, Thank listen, you. man, we're representing ATL. You know what I mean? We got, we got, we got. I know we got listeners in Ohio. I know we got listeners Yo, I in go Philly. Check out Alpha Black. You know, I know, I know, Dan, I know Dan, I know Dan. I know Dan's still out there in in, in PA. Dan. 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 Dan still listens every week. I know he does. He, he tells me all the time. Oh yeah. You know, he, he texts me. Dan. Yeah, it's great. But um, how's he doing after this Lions loss? Dan? No, Dan's a Philly fan. I thought he was a Lions fan. No, Philly. Oh, who the fuck am I thinking of? I have no idea. Dude, who's the who's the Lions fan? Dan, you're right. Dan is a uh, a Philly fan. That's right. Like, well, that that little fucking weirdo faggot Spencer was a Lions fan. Yes, for a yes, Spencer. That's what <laughs> it was. Yeah, nah, he's Spencer. some fucking he, he's some kid who's uh he, his girlfriend got knocked up by like her boss and then he like raised a cuck baby or something. I don't Jesus know. Christ, what the fuck? Yeah, he's a fucking we, he's we, a haven't loser. Talked, we haven't oh. talked to Dan until the Philadelphia Eagles won the Super Bowl and then Dan just like disappeared off the face of the earth. Yeah, yeah, Dan Dan. Uh we missed Dan. But yeah, no, we got great callers in the show, man. Everybody thank you thank you everybody for calling in. We appreciate the shit out of you. Uh we appreciate everybody who listened in on New Bedford Guide, Roll One Seat One. Mixler, the whole nine. Paul had to run up and take a piss, so we're gonna get out of here. He's taking a dump off um, the window. He's always oh, is, is he doing that? Is he ass blasting it, bro? Oh, I looked. I had to double check. I was like, is he? Peyton couldn't beat the 09 Saints. No, Peyton could have beaten the 09 Saints if Hank Basket had held on to one onside kick and Reggie Wayne didn't have a torn MCL, but whatever. Oh, is, oh, you responded to the Thab? I just I just happened to glance over yeah, and see yeah, his yeah, comment because yeah. I know and you know what Thab good to see you back in the chat baby it's he, good to he, see you he was coming in to it's, give you it's, shit it's been a little bit Thab you know it's been a little bit you know we haven't had one of these oh. we haven't had one of these back and forth like I know you and you and you and Poolin you know you be you be you be on that Mahomes schlong long and hard oh my god you know but uh, it's good to see you back in the chat baby I miss to, you to be fair I was with Joey on, on the on the Mahomes thing and the Mahomes thing. Has proven us right that he's not going to be a perennial forty touchdown thrower. No, we knew that. Everybody was like, he's going to throw fifty every year. He's going to break the record. No, he's not. What he throw this year? Like what, thirty two, thirty four? Was it that many? It doesn't feel like. Which it. I feel like could have been less. I don't know, but it just feels like it. Just uh, this day and age, dude. Like thirty touchdowns ain't what it used to be. You got to remember, like we grew up in the era when if you hit thirty and ten, that was like holy shit, dude. That, that was. A- Dude, this season was twenty-seven and fourteen. Oh, all right. I was gonna say twenty-eight. I felt like twenty-eight was ringing a bell, but yeah, I knew it was under thirty. He did have forty-one last year, though. So fuck my life. <laughs> yeah, but plenty of people throw forty-one twice in their career. Dude, he had a bad oh, year. Forty plus. He had over eleven hundred yard drop off. And I get that's why everybody's picking the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl because they're like, oh, fuck him. Mahomes is having a bad year, and they're still in the Super Bowl, and it's like, yeah, but the AFC sucks. Yeah, no shit. Like the Bills are walking wounded. Like half the Bills defense was on fucking IR by the time they got to that division. Hey, listen, game. this isn't and Brock I'm not making Purdy's a, I'm not making excuses. Either. This isn't Brock Purdy's first rodeo. Listen, bro, Brock Purdy got actually. Brock Purdy. No, it's not. 
Last year, he made it to the playoffs. He made it to the NFC Championship last year. Yeah, but yeah. not Super Bowl. Yeah, but he got hurt. So what? This isn't his this last, This is like, his first rodeo. No, the, in the Super Bowl. Yes. But this isn't his first rodeo in the playoffs, as, making it to big games. As I would say, Sean, pressure on. this isn't my first grid pricks, you know. Yeah, I, I think I think Brody Purdy can get it done. I think he can. Are I know sure? he can. I, and he's going to, because Mike, because Mike Shanahan, Kyle Shanahan is going to get it done. Kyle Shanahan, I'm telling you, because Rashad brought up that brilliant fucking point, and this is why I love when we get callers from outside of the 508 and right, outside yeah, of Massachusetts, I know, I know. Oh, because we ask, because we get we get people who actually watch football. What did he say? Outside of this area of of, of the country, right? And he brought up a brilliant point, and he said, "You know, the Chiefs are trash against the run. What do the Niners do better than anybody? Run the fucking Facts. ball. I know. Whether it's with yeah, Debo, they, McCaffrey, use check, it doesn't matter, dude." The, the the Niners. That's why I'm saying God, the Niners are going to run the ball have. all over the Chiefs, and they are going to win this game by double digits. Now I'm not saying it's going to be a blowout in the sense of like, oh man, like the game was never in question. But the Chiefs are uh, the Niners are going to win this game going away. Like it could be like I a, so, it'll be like you know 27-20, and then the Niners will put together a four minute drive with eight minutes to go, punch it in the end zone, boom, 34-20. Everybody knows game's over. Mahomes fucking throws one to Kelsey. He slips, falls. You know, uh, Greenlaw picks it <laughs> off, and uh, and everybody's happy, and, right. and and the world can rejoice because we'll never hear from Taylor fucking Swift again. <laughs> and one last thing before we get out of here, that's not true. I, I see this meme going around all day today about these these, and it's all females posting about. Oh. You're a you're a you're a man, and you're watching football, and you're pissed off because tra- Taylor Swift is taking up sixty seconds of your three hour football game. What Meanwhile, your daughter is in the room because she wants to catch a glimpse of her favorite pop star, and all she hears is "be less, be quiet," or whatever the fuck the thing is. Like, first, stop posting that. I've never seen this. What is this? I Show it to me later. Show it to me later. I screenshot it. I'll read it to you right now. Yo, I screenshot what? it. Uh, earlier because it's just be it, less, be quiet. How about be zero, be non-existent? And so shut the this fuck is up. this is what the meme says. It was like an it was sort of like one of these like you know fucking bot sites where it says it's a picture of Travis Kelsey and and Taylor Swift. It says your daughters are watching. You hate Taylor Swift for supporting her boyfriend, and hearing you complain about her taking sixty seconds of airtime out of a three-hour game. What they hear: be smaller, be less, do yeah. better. Yeah. Uh, no, you know what that you know what that says to me is um, you're a bad parent. Weird. Your kids are your your daughter is not hearing be smaller, be less. What 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 we're hearing is you making something up so that you can post it on social media right, right, right. so that you can feel better about yourself so that you can get those clicks that you so love and adore right. and get that that adrenaline rush when somebody's like you go girl yeah. Swifties for life. What I want to know is how is how are they getting this message in the living room from the TV when they're supposed to be in the kitchen? Oh, it was in the captions. Mm. Oh. Yeah, right. It was also that. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. I didn't let yeah, you finish. And, and, you know, and to quote the great Shay and Irving, for those who Dan Patrick, OG Dan Patrick fans, they know who, who Shay and Irving is. Uh, the worst part about Taylor Swift being involved with the NFL is now the roommate wants to watch the NFL. The roommate being the wife. Right. Because now they're interested. 
Thank God my fiance hates Taylor Swift anyway and hates football. So, so does my wife. I get the same negativity. I still get the same fuck this shit either way. So I'm like, ah, refreshing. No change. <laughs> I get it. You know what? You know the best. You know, the you, know the thing that, you know what I love about you know what I love about my wife is like everybody else's wife's like, oh, my wife loves Taylor Swift. Mine does. I, yeah. I get in. I get in the car. Yeah. I get in the car. And my wife's phone. Like we, me and my wife will get in the car. We'll go to the gym together yeah. in the mornings on our days off, and I'll we'll get in the car. And like all of a sudden, like uh, you, you know, I'll, I'll get in. Uh, I'll, get, I'll get in. My wife's phone will automatically connect and start playing. And it's like Rod Digger. <laughs> I'm like Lil Kim. I'm like Missy Elliott. I'm like, oh, okay. You know, Missy's probably the greatest female rapper ever. But it's either her no. or um. No, as far as writing. No. Yeah, but no, but it's writing skills like the only other chick bars? is the uh, what was the old school chick? Wrong. You talking about MC Light? MC Light. That was the only. Oh. Other, she's the only one that can hold a candle to Missy. No. Wrong. Missy Elliott is the greatest. Ever. No, Missy is the greatest. No, who? I was told it was Nicki Minaj. No, it's Missy. Now nah, Nicki's got talent and like she can do cool shit, the but great. she ain't Missy. Missy Elliott. Because Lil Missy. Wayne wrote all Missy uh, Nicki shit anyway. Missy Elliott wrote like two albums. In like Back twelve four hours, four days. Yeah, yeah like, like she wrote two, like listen. something crazy. Missy Elliott, other than like Queen Latifah, Toya, 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 Missy Elliott is probably the greatest female like lyricist, rapper, writer, like the whole nine. She's probably the greatest. She's, I think Rod Digg is probably my favorite, but Missy Elliott, Missy Elliott is the greatest, and she's probably my favorite. Mary J. Blige up there too. Not a rapper, but she's just talented. Yeah, she's very talented. Rapper, female rapper. Mary J. Blige can spit bars though. No more. Pain. She's not. I don't think you. And no one's. No one's looking at Mary J. Blige as a rapper. No drama. But she had a couple of verses over her career, and you're just like, damn. All right, she can put it well, down. Yeah, she she did. No, nah, I think. I'm, I mean, female rappers. Oh my god. No, nah, I haven't. I wasn't prepared for this conversation. But yeah, I'm just saying, Missy Elliott was. I mean, it's it's MC Light, Missy Elliott, and then I, I fill in the blanks after that. It's really just who's your preference. <laughs> I'm running. I'm running through a bunch of female rappers, but I can't really like. Because like everybody's gonna say like, "Oh, Lil Kim," and you're like, "Nah, no, like, no, no, no." She was just, she was just more of a showpiece. Nah, you gotta put Lauren Hill before her. But Fuck yeah, dude. And even her, I, nah. I. But see, I like Lauren Hill. Yeah, just the bias, though. I know, but the Lauren, but I, but she was good. Like you can just oh, recognize good for being good. Of course, of course. You know, separate the art from the artist kind of thing. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And like even like her, like even like Kalise. I like I like Kalise. Nas's girl, like I mean, she was she was. I don't wow. like I don't like a lot of her. I don't like a lot of her. Like I mean, milkshake, like those were all like you know like teeny bopper bangers. But like if you actually listen to some of her other shit, wasn't bad. Just throwing it out there. Yeah. I mean, I have to do a pretty deep dive into like because I don't know much about female female hip hop. Like, eh. It's like Queen, yeah, yeah. Queen Latifah, like school, yeah, dude. I'm telling you that like old school shit. And then there's um. Well, you know who the best female rapper of uh, all time is? Young M.A. is pretty dope. She's good. The best female rapper of all time is definitely Ja Rule. The best female rapper of all time is Ja Rule? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I heard he's coming back. She was she she killed it. He never left. I mean, she was doing great until 50 whooped her ass, but, you know, yeah. I'm just kidding. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Save the hose and sound like the cookie monster. Yeah, supposedly he's coming back, but we'll see. He's already back. Okay. I love these fucking rabbit holes that we go down. I wouldn't wouldn't listen to him, but whatever. 
Because I feel out of place in the rap ones. I'm like, I don't know. I, I, I just learned. Well, yeah, the, but you, I don't, you, I, know, you, I know. Did I know you just? Basic. Did you? Did you hear the? Did you hear the new Eminem? That he the new Benzino diss? No. Is he still going at Benzino? Why? Just did again the other day. Is that oh, why this? Is that why this? Because somebody put up a meme the other day. No, it's mad funny. It's somebody put up a meme the other day, and they were like, you know, what's Emin- opposite of Benzino? Uh, giraffe, because no. he's got no neck. Blah, 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 I didn't listen to it. I, I'll, I'll listen to it tonight. But like, it's funny because you said it's that good. because somebody put up a, a meme about the 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 people that Eminem has gone after in his career. Yeah. They're like Benzino, Ja Rule, his mom, Mariah Carey, MGK, M- and like MGK, and I'm like. Yeah, but like they all kind of threw the first stone. Like mm-hmm. Eminem never yeah. went after anybody that didn't go after him oh, first. Besides exactly. Kim, exactly. and then he was just like, "You don't want to do that," and they were like, "Yeah, I do." And he's like, well, even "Okay." One of his, like even like one of his biggest like uh, like vocal protests is like the game. After a while, it was just like you don't go at the white boy. Like you just don't do it. Right. The, the game said it. He's like, "You just don't like, do it." Just Wait, I was saying the game never went after him. No, no game no, would yes, never. He did. The, the game, game did. Yeah. No, game never went after him. No, they were boys. No, they're not boys. No, but not game never went after him. Wait, yeah. He Wait, did he? Did hold on. Is that the song I'm thinking of, or was that for Fifty? I think no. Game went after Fifty and G Unit. Remember, he called out Buck and Fifty. No, that was a long time. Yeah, that was like twenty years ago. All right, maybe I missed one in the middle. Then I, I'm not gonna lie. I'm not up on my hip. Neither am I. That's shit. why I'm like. I feel like out of place because I'm like I don't know enough. See, Paul, we got to start a segment, bro. We got to start getting back into hip hop beef, because this shit's fucking funny as fuck to me. Didn't Eminem, didn't Eminem like, like threaten insane clown posse too? Wait, you know, no, he did, dude, he did like That's... skits on his albums, Violent yeah. J. Like, oh, was that like his first one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah he was sucking it better. Fucking ah, uh, what the fuck was that game? This he just fucking did a little while ago. Dude. Yeah, he like, did. The game and game and Eminem went did have a beef, and and Eminem, I don't think Eminem responded to him though, did he? Probably for the best. Game over. Yeah, that's 2022. Yeah, game over. That's one. Yeah, and he fucking tried racking on him. Game went after Eminem, and Eminem didn't respond. No, he did, and it was way better. Like, obviously, M fucking pretty much bodies everybody that ever tries to fucking diss him. It's just basically like a known thing. You don't go after Eminem, but game tried to do it a little while ago, and I think he failed. I think game's probably the biggest name to ever go after him. Probably. I mean, at least, like, as far as, like, clout goes, like, I mean, he's skilled. He, we know he's good. Somebody who was once on his side, or at least, like, Well, yeah, but when, when the whole G-Unit breakup happened, the game went and, and flipped on G-Unit. I'd have to go back G-Unit. and listen to the song and make sure it's the one I'm thinking of. Cause yeah, I'm, we'll do that. I, I, we'll, I'm out of this. We'll do that tonight. I'm out of touch with this right now. But we'll bring that back next yeah. Tuesday. We'll touch back on that. Yeah, we can go on a hip-hop beef next I, Yeah, let's do that. Let's bring back hip-hop beef, dude. Yeah. Fucking call up Keith, bro. Let's get Yo, some hip hop beef going. Yo, boy from ATL to call back in because he's got like guy ATL man. I mean, shit. That's where like Andre three thousand. That's where fucking uh, Outcast. That's where Outcast started. Is ATL, Ludicrous. bro? Like I mean, uh, fucking Ti Tip. <laughs> like Ti versus Tip is probably maybe could be one of the most underrated albums. If you ever heard it, like it's one of the, the Ti versus Tip. That album you, you, is fucking. Dope. You do realize new, that my second most listened to artist this year was T.I. on Spotify? And you never heard T.I. versus T.I.P.? Of course I have. Oh, all right. Of course well, I, I was have. like, if you never heard that album, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm saying that fucking I'm, album was fucking I'm, I'm, That's what I'm telling you. Like, dude, uh, that was a good somehow, some way, T.I. was my second. Like, some, like so, listen, DMX, I was in the top I zero like point. Cypress Hill or something like that. I was the, I was, DMX was my number one at 
0.01%. I was in the top 0.01%. Not 0.1%. 0.01% of DMX listeners yeah. on Spotify last year. Okay? That's my dog. Okay? R, R, R. Whatever. I love DMX. He's, he's one of the most unsung heroes of, of hip-hop. He was in my left team. R.I.P. Scream out of die. I thought you would die with me. I fucking love that song. Yeah. That was on my. That was on, that's, that's on like one of my gym lists. Yeah, of course. And I'm just like, you know, like it gets you, gets you fired up. The fire she was a bitch. So yeah. <laughs> like I mean, I'm pulling into the gym this morning, and I got, yeah. I, you know, I'm going through my playlist, and I hear the beat, and I'm just like, kill oh, there that was so many. Remember, like, kill remember, that like a couple, like yeah, that was a Styles P shit. Yeah, I know. And, and so dude, Styles might. Oh my god, we used to have parties ripping oh. with that. Song. Styles is still to me like. Styles, J- I mean the locks. All right, I- I'm not like, excluding Sheik because Sheik was like Sheik was good. If you like the locks, Sheik was good, but Sheik standalone isn't Styles or Jada. No, he's not Styles or Jada. He's good, but he's not Styles and Jada. He's only he's only he's part of the locks, but, but he's not. But you don't say that. You don't right? You you incorporate you them all. But it's that. it's listen. It was Styles, Jada, DMX, Eminem, and for me, I mean it, it's. The locks is the locks. You those know, are my those are my big four right there, and then like, and then five would be like you have to put like I mean, am I going fifty though. or like, am I going Buck? Jeezy, either you like the lock, like either you like the locks or you don't. Oh, Jeezy, another ATL guy. Yeah, facts. Either you like the locks or you don't, but you don't ever like. You don't like separate the locks. The locks. If you don't like one, you don't say that. But it's tough because it's like, well, are they the locks? Is it because it's the locks? It's double R. It's you know what I mean? Like, well, I mean, either you've heard Jada, you've heard Styles, you've heard. I mean, I mean, I love Sheik. I mean, Sheik is the fucking man. I mean, Silverback Gorilla probably didn't get as much like praise as like Gangster and the Gentleman or like any of the, like the. You no, know, it definitely didn't get the. It didn't like get that, the notoriety. But that, was, that was later on too, though. Yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, she didn't do much like single shit. Like, he did everything that he he, he did. With he was locks, he was more like, like on their shit than he yeah, was his own dude, shit. Like fucking. But gangster and a gentleman bro. to me. He's got one of I the put, most like iconic, badass, like gangster voices, like on sick fucking beats. He really like, does. <laughs> like I, but I, I can't remember that song with the fuck we are the R U double F R Y D E revolver semi automatic and a PG hoop D getaway driver breathe oh breathe easy that's breathe what it easy. was yeah, breathe yeah, easy okay. I had to rap it for <laughs> yeah breathe easy he's got one of the best fucking song like he's so dope fucking Sheik's love it mad underrated bro he is he is mad underrated and I feel like Jada and, and Styles mad underrated DMX mad underrated well, the thing like Jada Jada is probably the Jada is. Probably Jada is the best so lyricist. fucking nasty. It's He's not probably even the fair. best lyricist in our era that we've been alive. Like I put Jada better above than, like, Big everybody. L, better than better than Biggie, better than Nas, yeah, yeah. better well, than Jay Z. Like freestyle rappers like shit. Like oh that. fucking like, freestyle! Freestyle Jada. Freestyle Jada all day, Jada. all day, dude. You can just go back and watch the verses with Dipset and and the yeah. Locks, and Jada stole the whole yeah, show. Calling and talk shit, but I'm ta- I'm taking I'm taking Jada over Big L. I, I I just will. I will. I'm just gonna go there. I'm with you. Call me white. Call me shit. I don't give a fuck if I don't know dick. Whatever. I'm I got you back on that. I don't give a fuck. I got you back I'm, on I'm that. I'm taking fucking. I'm taking them over fucking. I'm taking them. Just is. I, I don't know. I can't. I can't say I disagree. <laughs> I was like, I don't know what the fuck you guys are talking about hip hop. Sean's like, Sean's <laughs> like, I, I, I said I'm not. I'm Sean's not like, I haven't listened to Jada Kiss since he's saying that K I S S me. 
Yeah, I think when he went up against, I think when he went up against Dipset, Sean's like, yeah, pretty much. When yeah. he went, when he went like, up against wrong. Dipset in in that whole that versus battle, yeah, the verse that was when he came out crazy. wearing the Tims, you knew it was over. Yeah, that was crazy. the white tee and the Tims. You were yeah, like, yeah, it's it over, crazy. bro. All right, let's end it there, boys. All right, let's get we'll get out of here. We'll be back next Tuesday night. Uh, we'll figure out what we're going to do the following Tuesday after the Super Bowl. Let's do it. Might be a Monday night show. I don't know. We'll figure out. We'll play it by ear. We'll see how everybody's feeling. But uh, I'm leaving for Daytona on Tuesday. Shit. After the Super Bowl. Not because I'm going to the motherfucking 500. And I'm going to be down there. I'm going to go fucking check. I'm going to go dap up the rock. Tell him he's small. <laughs> you know? He probably is. And let him know. Be like, hey, bro. He probably bench more than him. I, I'll, I definitely bench more than him right now. Yeah. Absolutely. We'll find out tomorrow morning. Right. See at the gym. You going to do chess tomorrow? Yeah. All right, let's do it. Because I got to take the overtime tomorrow night. So I can't. I'm trying to hit like I gotta hit in the morning I, I want at least three gotta, I gotta get there in the morning Cause I, I If I get the call I gotta go I gotta go to work I wanna hit three plays tomorrow No Alright Yeah Four Mr. Bettencourt Plizzy I am Joey Fats This has been Joey Fats Radio Row yes. 1 Seat 1 Live on the one The only The New Bedford Guide Be right back here next week Tuesday night 8.45pm Don't miss it Can't wait Adios We'll check you next Peace. week Peace Later guys <laughs>